Good evening, and welcome to week six of the high school football season here on Platte River Radio and KHAS. I'm Brad Beam. I'll help get you ready for the football action tonight across the state of Nebraska. Talk with some local teams about what's going to be happening out on those football fields in Nebraska this evening. All three Hastings area teams are taking some road trips. Hastings Side Tigers, they go an hour east to York. The Hastings St. Cecilia Blue Hawks, only about 15 minutes north to Donovan Trumbull and the Adam Central Patriots. Well, they are up at Central City this evening. Our game of the week here on KHAS is going to be the Hastings High and York matchup. We'll talk about that in just a few moments here on the Pigskin Preview on KHAS. Pigskin Preview is brought to us this week and every week by B&B Carpets, also Berg Insurance, and Golden Harvest Seed, Brent Woodman. If your favorite team is on the radio tonight, that's wonderful. You can also listen at flatriverpreps.com. If no radio coverage for your school of choice tonight, you can follow along in the live scoreboard section of flatriverpreps.com. We're excited for another high school football night in Nebraska. The Hastings High Tigers on the road to York this evening. They're undefeated when they make the road trip. They've got a high-powered offense. Hastings High has not scored less than 35 points in any game this year. Last week, it was a 35-0 shutout that Hastings pitched against Seward. York hosts this one tonight, 2-3 and three on the year. They won their first two games, have lost three cents. Last week, it was a 21-37 loss at Aurora. KHAS Radio Sports Director Mike Will sat down with the head coach of the Hastings High Tigers, Charlie Shoemaker. Coach, we see a team that's kind of struggled the past couple of years, but they're just, what, three years uh, removed from winning the, the Class B State Championship. Yeah, I mean, they've got a lot of pride. I mean, they, they're much improved from last year. I think last year was kind of an anomaly for them, really. Um, you know, and they had some injuries last year, and, and they've got a group back this year that seems like their seniors are leading them in a good direction, and uh, they really fought hard against Aurora and uh, made a pretty good comeback against them. And then they've got uh, uh, the tough win or tough loss against McCook. So you know they're a quality team. Looks like they were a little young last year, but those guys are uh, most of them are all back for the season. Yeah, I think that's a lot of it. You know, he had a lot of experience returning, and uh, I think he kind of just knew as the season went on last year he was going to have to get guys ready. He had some injuries, and some kids had to play. They probably weren't ready. And uh, Glenn always does a really good job, and we expect it to be a real battle. Last week for you guys, 35 to nothing over Seward. Offensively, uh, struggled a lot in the first half. Yeah, you know, we just we had a few overthrows and had a couple interceptions. And, uh, I mean, we'd march it right down the field in the first quarter and then just kind of turn it over. So, I mean, we're hoping to make sure that we get that corrected this week. And uh, But overall, defensively, we played really well. We gave up some yards in the first quarter and a half. But once we got things settled down, we, we were looking pretty good. The woes on offense, can you contribute that to, to the layoff we had? Maybe. I hope so. You know, I think it was just uh, we just had a couple of errant throws. Uh, we just weren't quite getting to linebackers in the running game, and uh, the turnovers really hurt us. And, and we know, I mean, when you turn the ball over and you're giving people the, the ball in, in midfield, that makes it tough. And um, once we got that kind of cleared up, we, we were in good shape. Your defense kind of kept you around in the first half. They got three turnovers themselves, so they kind of kept you in the ball game. Yeah, they did. They, they, they got some really good – crucial turnovers you know they they were down on the one yard line and 
that's tough to do in high school to stop somebody from the one-yard line, and, and we forced a fumble, got a touchback, so that couldn't have worked out any better. I think we scored on that previous drive or that next drive. So, um, you know, it all goes hand in hand. You hope that if your offense is struggling, then your defense will pick it up and vice versa. So we're hoping to keep that going. Coach, the Duke's sitting at 2-3 and three on the season, but this is a, a good quality uh, program over there. Yeah, you know, and their losses, they've, they've just made some mistakes that have really hurt them. They're very solid defensively. Um, they're very physical on both sides of the ball. So uh, they tackle well. They do, do a lot of good things. So um, we think it's going to be a challenge, and we're going to have to be ready to go. Since Glenn Snodgrass go to York, you, you kind of know what you're going to get when we play these guys, don't you? Oh, for sure. You know, and, and I go way back with Glenn when I was at Silver Lake and he was at Overton, and um, it doesn't look a whole lot different, to be honest with you, except it was eight-man. But uh, uh, you just know that their kids are going to be tough and well-coached, and uh, they're going to do things the right way. What do you see out of York when you uh, pop the film in? Um, you know, they've got some size, and, and uh, they've got a really big tight end. He's 6'5", so that's a bit of a matchup problem for, for our DBs. We don't really have anybody that tall, but uh, they like to get him the ball, and, and they're, just, they're, real, they're real consistent with running the ball, and they have a good mix in there. They run a lot of different formations at you to try to get you outflanked and things like that. And defensively, they rally to the football. I mean, they're, they're going to make sure that they keep things in front of them, and they're going to try to make tackles in space. They use a, a big, huge offensive line to run behind, too, and that, that doesn't hurt. No, they've got some good size at their tackle spots, a couple guys that are 280, and um, you know those guys are much improved from last year. And uh, So we look for them to, to really come after us, and we're going to have to be ready for that. Jacob Irwin is their quarterback. What do you see out of him? Uh, good athlete, really good athlete. You know, We'll, we'll see um, how fast he is. It's hard to tell on film, and um, he throws the ball effective enough, and, and they like to use him in the run game kind of as a running back too. So you know that poses a whole different set of problems when your quarterback can run the ball. You mentioned uh, them offensively. They'll show us a lot of different sense of maybe trying to get us confused defensively. Yeah, I think that that's kind of what they, they like to give a lot of different things and give you a lot to prepare for. And, uh, you know, I think we're the way our defense is set up, we, we keep it pretty simple. So, I, mean, I think our adjustments will be okay. We've got some things in the back pocket if we need to make some adjustments too. What will they do defensively? Uh, you know, defensively, I think their game plan is really going to be to try to keep every, all the guys in front of them. They don't want to give up that big play. I think that's a, you know, they're kind of a bend but don't break defense, and uh, they're going to make sure when we do get the ball, they're going to come up and tackle and rally to the football. That's what they're built upon. They're going to bring some pressure too. If that's the case tonight, it might be the night where we're going to have to grind out maybe an 80-yard touchdown drive. I think there's going to be some drives that we're going to have to really work hard to get, get in the end zone, and uh, hopefully we can uh, finish those things off and, um, and do a good job with that. What do you want this team, uh, your team, to, to make a jump this week? Kind of just everywhere. I mean, I, I even our offense has been really good. Our defense has been really good. Our special teams have been really good. But I still feel like there's another level there for all three of them. Um, and I know Coach Itson on the defensive, defensive side and then Coach Spala on the special team side, there's always things that you can improve upon. And I feel like our offense is clicking, but there's also some things that, that we think we can do better. And, and that's a great thing. When you go into the next week of practice, you know you got some things to work on. And so I think all three phases of the game, there's always something that we can hit another level. And I think if we're going to really go far in the playoffs, we're going to have to hit another level. I was going to say that we got the playoffs looming uh, here in a couple of weeks. Uh, in order to, to make some noise, we probably have to hit a, a second gear or a third gear, don't we? Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think so. I mean, the, the, those are the teams that really push hard into November. Uh, the ones that just they just all of a sudden they make that jump and then they're just flying and rolling and and that's how you want to kind of finish the season and it's district play. Everybody's going to elevate their play. They're going to be ready to go. We're going to be ready to go. So it should be a great night. All right, good luck. Thanks.
We will broadcast the Hastings High Tiger at York game tonight. It's our game of the week here on KHAS. Also streaming at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Kickoff set for 7 o'clock. We'll get you out to the football field with Mike and Jimmy a little bit before 7 to get you ready for kickoff here on KHAS Radio. We will talk about Adam Central and Hastings St. Cecilia next when we return on the Pigskin Preview. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Back on the Pigskin Preview here on KJS Radio, I'm Brad Beam. We'll talk about the Adam Central Patriots now. They, too, are having just a heck of a year. 5-0, undefeated. Last week, Adam Central pitched a 66-0 shutout of Wood River Shelton. Adam Central defense has been stout as well. Only four touchdowns have been scored on the Patriots all year. Central City tonight, they host their 2-2 two two on the season. They lost one game in week four due to a COVID cancellation. Last week, Central City, a 57-8 winner at Columbus Lakeview. Mike Spataro talked with Adam Central head coach Sean Mulligan about what it's going to take for the Patriots to go 6-0 after tonight is all done. So Central City, they're coming into this game 3-2, but they've won three games in a row, and their offense is going insane. They've scored 49 points plus, and two of those games they've had 50 points or more. In all three of those games, they've been going crazy on offense, and the defense has been playing well. You guys are going to have your hands full here tonight. That's an understatement, yes. The record is not indicative of how good this team is. Uh, they're very aggressive on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, I kind of refer to them as with our kids kind of like a unicorn. Um, very unique and unusual. I just, you know, They don't have a running back in the backfield hardly at all. and They throw it around every down, and they do it extremely well, and they have a lot of counters to what they do on a consistent basis, so it's not like just take away one thing. They have many different options to what they do, and just an extremely well-coached team. And then, yeah, you kind of talked about it. They got a, the high-powered offense with a very good passing game, and it all starts with Cale Jensen. What have you seen from him on tape this, uh, this week? Well, very, very good decision-making. Um, he gets rid of the ball real quickly and throws a very accurate ball. I think he's got around 1,900 yards coming into this game, and, and I know what a good quarterback looks like, and he's definitely a very good one on that. And um, it, It'll be a challenge for us because you know teams like, for example, Cozad had a pretty good passing game, but it was a completely different passing game, and um, this team is going to challenge us like no other in, in what they do as far as offensively. And they're going to have success, there's no doubt about it, at different times. And we're just going to have to deal with that that aspect and, and continue to move the ball offensively, try to keep it away from them and not give them big plays and make them just go down the length of the field with little tiny deacon doink passes. And then with this, you know, when we look at the schedule every year, you get like the Carney Catholics and you get the Cozads as well. This is a team that doesn't, correct me if I'm wrong here, this is a team that hasn't shown up on the schedule recently. So does that change things a little bit, the, the unfamiliarity with this team? We actually saw them in the playoffs two years ago in the first round. Um, so we have that familiarity with them. We play them every year in JV too. Um, but that's a completely different uh, ball game than varsity. Um, but uh, we have seen them uh, on and off over the years. And then with Central City, we talked about it in the in the other pregame here. You guys have had a really good run game. That's going to be really important tonight because that's the best way to defeat a good offense is to stay – your offense is to stay on the field. Yeah, you want to do what you do, and we run the ball well. And 
Um, we've been very good as far as controlling the clock and winning the time of possession on that. And you don't want to give them short fields and you don't want to go three and out on that. So it's important that we're efficient on the offensive side of the ball and then also to, you know, defensively get off the field on third down. And would you agree that saying this is probably the, the biggest test for the defense all year so far? Oh, uh, that's yeah, definitely. I mean, practicing against a team that throws the ball like they do. And I mean, we have familiarities as far as, you know, some of the stuff that they try to do. It's the same stuff that we do. They just do it at a higher level and, and, and faster too on that. And, um, we got athletes out there, and so it just comes down to whether our athletes can make play against their athletes. And then just for comparison's sake here, you guys average about almost 250 rushing yards a game. They only average 100, but they do average almost 375 passing yards per game. So, And a lot of those running come from Cale Jensen. So how important is it going to be to contain him, keep him in the pocket, and, and make him throw it, even though he's good at that too? Well, you, you always try to make a team one-dimensional, which means they can only do one thing. And if our five guys inside can control the run game, then our outside linebackers and our corners and our safeties can, you know, really focus in on the passing game. But, you know, we're trying to take away their strengths, and uh, we've done a good job this week of preparing for the things that they do on a consistent basis. We have a lot of film study on them. Uh, so we know what we need to stop. It's just whether we can do it or not. So I know you told you you don't want you don't want to talk about this, but turnovers are probably going to be a big deal tonight. Probably whoever wins the turnover battle, you'd imagine, would win this game. Field position and, and turnovers are always a big part of the game. Um, it increases momentum. It increases energy, um, both positively and negatively on that. So that's something that there's a difference between turning the ball over and then taking it away, too. And um, sometimes, you know, teams will make plays and take the ball away from you or versus you just giving it to them. So you know, we've done well in that part on that, and uh, hopefully we can do the same thing against Central City. And it's going to be a little bit cooler tonight. And do you think that maybe fares better for you guys in terms of the, you know, you're going to need the defense to step up in this game? We're in good shape. I don't think that that's a condition. Uh, we have good depth at all parts. So, I, you know, conditioning, the heat part of it, and I think it's kind of irrelevant at this point in the season. Fair enough. All right. That is the head coach of the Adam Central Patriots, head coach Sean Mulligan. Coach Mulligan, thanks for joining us tonight and good luck as well. Thank you. We will have live play-by-play action from the Adams Central game tonight on a Flat River radio station. Listen on ESPN Tri-Cities, 1550 AM, or at com or on the free Flat River Radio smartphone app. We'll talk St. Cecilia football when we come back on the Pigskin Preview. They're on the road, but not by much tonight. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. Do you need to clear concrete or trees from an area? Do you need to haul dirt from a recent project? Give Woodman Excavating of Kennesaw a call to take care of your tree and concrete removal or dirt hauling needs. Woodman has an excavator and dump truck and can help you get that space cleaned and cleared. Give them a call. They'll come over and give you an estimate on what it will cost to do the job you have in mind. Call Brent at 402-469-7999 and he'll be happy to visit with you about your project. Brent and Sarah Woodman are proud supporters of Kennesaw School students and all of their endeavors. Go Big Blue! All right, Coach, going back to old stomping grounds uh, with a ball game against Donovan Trumbull. Your feelings on that? Yeah, no, I'm excited. It, uh, it should be fun. I know it's always a great atmosphere up there. Um, you know, good people, uh, good kids. It'll be, they're going to play well. 
They're well coached. It's going to be a good football game. Big rivalry ball game for uh, St. Cecilia and Donovan Trumbull. Should have no problem getting the kids up for this one. Yeah, no. Uh, no, like I said, it's just been a process for us uh, that we're going through. And uh, we're trying to get better every week and take another step. And, um, you know, uh, we're excited to, you know, get up there and, and go play football. So a lot of these kids know each other. And it's fun to always compete against other people that you know. Coach, you're, you're sitting at 0-3 on the season. Losses to Wilbur, Claytonia, Centura, and Sutton. Do you get the feeling that this team is getting better? Yeah, I think we've improved. Um, obviously, we got quarantined, um, you know, so that 14 days was rough on our kids. Uh, you know, took a toll on us conditioning-wise. Uh, we lost, a, you know, you know, we lost two weeks in there where everybody else was, you know, steadily improving. And, um, you know, we've come back off of that. Um, it was tough to come back off of it, but felt like we made improvements. You know, we looked at the Centura game basically as a restart for us. We'd only had two days of practice, which was fine. Uh, we knew that was the plan. Uh, we looked at it as a restart for us, and then we looked at Sutton. We felt like we improved um, from that week to the Sutton week, and uh, hopefully we can take another step Friday. Coach, you still uh, think that you're behind the, the eight ball, so to speak? Are you still trying to catch up? Yeah, we're not worried about that right now. We're just, you know, it's just you get to the point you quit talking about it and you just go to work. And so we're just working through it. Injuries have kind of hampered you guys a little bit, hampered the progress, hasn't it? Yeah, we've had a couple of key ones. Uh, you know, we lost two kids in the Wilbur Claytonia game that was really big for us. Um, you know, the Max Clark kid uh, played tailback for us, and he got injured. And then uh, Cooper Butler, we thought he was going to do some real special things for us this year, and we look forward to getting them back both next year. Running the ball has been your strength, though, this football team. Anthony Sabatka has been running the ball extremely well for you the past couple of weeks. Yeah, he's done a really nice job of stepping in. You know, he was going to be the kid that was our age back and more of a blocker and, um, you know, maybe, you know, short passing game and that kind of stuff. And uh, we put him back there, and he's done a really nice job of learning the position. Um, it's a hard – it's difficult when you put a kid like that. You know, you take him and you put him back there and you say, okay, here's what you're doing now. And um, he's just done a fantastic job. He's a great leader. He's a great culture guy. Um, you know, he's done a fantastic job of stepping back in there and doing some things, uh, you know, for us. And, and uh, we're excited about how, how much better he's gotten week to week. Has it been consistency? Is that, has that been a problem on this uh, football team, just a week-to-week consistency? I'd say we're just growing. We're pretty young. And so I wouldn't call it a problem. I think it's just one of those things. We're just growing and we're learning. And, um, you know, we're just trying to get better. You know, the way we look at it is, um, yeah, we, you know, one play, you know, you got nine, if you got nine out of 11 guys doing it right, but the two guys that aren't, um, it makes it hard. And, and those guys are learning and we're going through the process right now. And uh, we just continue to grow. Talk about uh, what you see out of Donovan Trumbull. They're sitting at one and four on the season coming off of a loss to Ord last week. What do you see out of the Cardinals? Yeah, I, I tell you what, they're explosive on offense. They got a quarterback that runs it really well, uh, runs the show real well. They got a running back that's very, very good. Um, and then they got a wide receiver that can really hurt you. Um, they're explosive that way. Uh, defensively, they're extremely well coached. Um, you know, they do a great job up front um, on both sides of the ball. They're well coached there. Um, they're going to play hard, and they're going to be a very physical football team. Coach Breckner teams always are. And, uh, you know, we're, you know, it's going to be a great challenge. Miles Sad is the quarterback you referred to, Coach. Uh, just kind of, kind of talk about him. What's he mean to their offense? You bet. Uh, you know, he's that kid that makes it go. He can run the football. He can throw the football. Uh, he can he can do both, and, uh, you know, he's dangerous. You let him get out, and he can take it to the house anytime he wants. Are they doing the same sort of things that they have uh, in the past? Yes. Yep, it's spread and, and uh, you know, same thing. Zone read stuff, counter, 
um, and then and then uh, throwing it when they need to. They throw the ball extremely well. You're kind of familiar with everything they're they're doing up there. So the element of surprise has gone out of this one. Oh, I don't know about that. I think there's always things that you can do. Um, you know, um, and then, like I said, they're very well coached. So you know, you just you do things. Football comes down to blocking, tackling, and uh, and doing your job. And and uh, I know that, and they know that. So yeah, I'm not. You know, we're not looking for trick plays or anything like that. They're just going to play football. What do you turn to your guys' uh, keys for the ball game here this week? We just got to keep improving. We got to block better. We got to stay on blocks. Uh, we got to run the football better. Um, we got to do our job. You know, uh, our quarterback's got to do a better job making reads, get the ball out of his hands quicker. And then at the end of the day, we got to catch the ball better. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402 46 1531 for Husker Power Products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters, now also located in Sutton. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. You're listening to the Pigskin Preview tonight here on KHAS Radio. I'm Brad Beam. Glad that you are listening. Glad to have you here on a Friday night of high school football action. Kickoff time at 7 o'clock for the Kennesaw Blue Devils against Bruning Davenport Shickley. Two undefeated teams matching up in Class D2. They're at Kennesaw tonight. Kennesaw last week did not play. They had a game canceled, an opponent with COVID-19 concerns. Kennesaw has had a high-powered offense this year. They have won games 60-2, to 44-0, 44-14, and 48-6. That might sound like an offense strong enough to beat just about any team, except Bruning Davenport Shickley is 5-0 on the year. Their numbers look like this. A 56-8 win, 70-22 in game number two, 50-30, 80-6 in their fourth game, and then 50-8 last week, a win for BDS over Blue Hill. So it is going to be a tough matchup out on the Blue Devil field tonight. KJS Radio's Mike Spataro called up the head coach of Kennesaw, Craig Schnitzler, to talk about this one. Last week, you guys uh, had the game canceled due to the coronavirus situation. Lawrence Nelson had a couple of positive tests, so I, I don't want to focus on that aspect of it. What I want to focus on here is the fact that you guys are missing out on, on game reps there, which is important, especially as we move into this latter part of the season we're getting into are you, are you concerned about that at all, being a little bit rusty heading into this week's game because you missed a game last week? Well, you, yeah, you always are concerned about that. Uh, but I thought our kids uh, did a nice job last week of uh, in practice, focused, and uh, it also allowed some of our kids to get some bumps and bruises uh, taken care of. And so, you know, we tried to use it to our advantage and, and just prepare, start preparing for BDS. Yeah, and now you do have BDS this week. And that, that was another thing I wanted to ask about. Does it feel like that a little time off, that game off, feels like you got a little bit of added rest? Was it needed maybe? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, we had some kids that uh, needed some rest. But, you know, if if we were to go last week, they would have played in the game. And so 
um, I think it was. It, it, I don't think it's going to hurt us any. Um, like I said, our focus was good, and and uh, you know we've got a, a tremendous ball game ahead of us. Yeah. Now this is a big one. Four and zero versus five and zero here. Uh, Bruning Davenport Shickley's a, a really good team. You guys are both in the same district as well. So before we talk about like the keys to the game and whatnot, talk a little bit about how how big this game is. This is like a you know this could be this could be a potential playoff game too. Yes, it is. You know we th- this is could be the first of two, uh, you know, just seeing uh, how things shape up in the playoffs. But, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a great test for us, going to be a great test for them, and, uh, you know, just kind of get us ready for the playoff season. Um, you know, we're looking forward to it, and it uh, should be an exciting ball game. And, you know, like I told the kids, this is going to be a playoff atmosphere. There are going to be a lot of people, and you got to rise to the occasion in games like this. And do you think playing at home will help a little bit there? Yeah, to have that home field advantage uh, certainly helps, you know, and um, and uh, so you know you just deal with that. Uh, road games, home games, uh, you try, you want to prepare the same, but uh, it certainly is nice to be at home. And then talk about what you've seen from BDS on film this week. Well, you know, the first thing you look at, uh, you see on film is is they're big. They've got a lot of a lot of tall kids uh, with weight behind that that height and. You know, and and then they their skilled kids got good speed. Uh, they're athletic, and and even their big guys move well. They they throw passes to them uh, out of their formation. So uh, a very well well coached team and uh, very sound in what they do. And then, what are going to be the keys to the game for your for the Kennesaw to be successful? Well, we're going to have to execute uh, offensively. Um, we've got to. We've got to win that line of scrimmage. We're not going to win it all the time, but we've got to have some wins up front, and uh, our back's got to run well. We've got to take care of the ball on that side. And then defensively, uh, we just got to make sure we're lined up correctly. We know who's eligible, who's not eligible, and then you just got to make plays. And uh, how important is it going to be to not put too much stock in this game either way, whether you guys win or lose? I mean, obviously you do want to win this game, but how important is it going to be for the kids to, you know, move past this game, whatever the result is, and then start focusing on the next week and not, you know, get too ahead of themselves on beating a good team like BDS or, right. or losing to a good team like BDS as well, whatever happens. Right. You know, and that's that's can be difficult. Uh, you're talking about young men between the ages of 15 and 18, and, you know, they, they come out, they're competitors, uh, both sides, they want to win. You know, how this affects you, how a loss affects, how a win affect uh, in a situation like this, you know. Uh, we just try to talk to the kids a lot this week uh, that this is a measuring stick. This doesn't does not define our season. Does not end our season. Uh, it is only a measuring stick. Where are we at right now, and what do we need to get to um, from this game? So, and I'm sure you've had a lot of time to look at your team in these uh, last couple of weeks here, especially without a game. What are some of the areas you want to see them improve upon as we head into the last few games of the season here? Well, just. Um, you know, we're going to have to play a full game uh, against these guys, and that's something we have not done, haven't had had to do uh, as of lately. And so, you know, that's going to be critical, um, that hopefully our conditioning is where it needs to be to, to play one down at a time for four quarters. And, uh, you know, we just want to continue to, to execute offensively and be physical on the defensive side. And then you, you mentioned it. It's important to have a good week of practice, especially after missing the game last week. Do you feel like the kids have had a good week of practice? Yeah, I, I feel good about what uh, we've worked on and what we're doing. And, and the kids, they have confidence, you know, and that's half the battle. you got to believe, and these kids have that belief that they can come out Friday night and win.
Yeah, confidence is important, and I'm sure they're itching to get back out there and play. Yeah, you bet. Uh, you can kind of tell in practice. Um, they're they're a loose bunch the way it is, and and uh, the looser they get, uh, you know, you you got to corral them down. And we just need to play football. That's this is part of the season where you want to play consistently every Friday and and uh, continue to to improve. All right, Coach Nitzler, well, thank you very much for your time, and good luck against BDS tonight. All right, thank you. We'll be watching the Kennesaw BDS game closely tonight and update the live scoreboard at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll continue on the Big Skin Preview. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B, and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Just about ready to wrap up this edition of the Scoreboard Show here on KHAS Radio. Let's run down the schedule for tonight one more time. Make sure you know where your favorite team is playing. If you're a Tiger, keep it right here on KHAS Radio. Hastings at York tonight. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. We'll get out to the field in just a few moments. Also listen online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Adams Central on the road to Central City tonight. You can hear that game on ESPN Tri-Cities, 1550 KICS, com or the Platte River Radio smartphone app. St. Cecilia at Donovan Trumbull tonight. Grand Island has the night off. Columbus playing at Kearney. You can listen to that one on Power 99 or PlatteRiverPreps.com. And D2 Loomis is at Axtell, PlatteRiverPreps.com, or the Platte River Radio smartphone app. In Class B, Aurora goes to McCook tonight. Lexington out to Gehring and Grand Island Northwest at Seward. Class C1, it's Holdridge at Minden. Kearney Catholic at Broken Bow and St. Paul travels to Wood River Shelton for their game tonight. Class C2, Grand Island Central Catholic is up at Ord and Superior at Fillmore Central this evening. Ravenna to Anselmo Myrna in Class D2. Giltner at Lawrence Nelson and Kennesaw home to BDS. Blue Hill has a scheduled week off this week. few games to cross off the schedule. COVID-19 related cancellations of Gibbon at Twin River and Sandy Creek and Sutton will not be played tonight. So again, the Hastings versus York game coming up in just minutes here on KHAS. Adam Central at Central City on ESPN Tri-Cities 1550. We hope that all the kids have a great night of playing football, have a lot of fun, wind up healthy and happy at the end, and we hope you do the same. And keep listening to Flat River Radio Sports here on KHAS Hastings. Have a great night, everybody. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. 
Do you need to clear concrete or trees from an area? Do you need to haul dirt from a recent project? Give Woodman Excavating of Kennesaw a call to take care of your tree and concrete removal or dirt hauling needs. Woodman has an excavator and dump truck and can help you get that space cleaned and cleared. Give them a call. They'll come over and give you an estimate on what it will cost to do the job you have in mind. Call Brent at 402-469-7999 and he'll be happy to visit with you about your project. Brent and Sarah Woodman are proud supporters of Kennesaw School students and all of their endeavors. Go Big Blue! High school football is on the air on KHAS Radio. This is the Coach's Pregame Show, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Now let's go to the field for tonight's game. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to high school football tonight on 1230 KHAS on the road with the Hastings High Tigers. Hastings getting set to take on the York Dukes here tonight. So we'll spend a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Charlie Shoemaker. And, Coach, we see a team that's kind of struggled the past couple of years, but they're just, what, three years uh, removed from winning the, the Class B state championship. Yeah, I mean, they've got a lot of pride. I mean, they, they're much improved from last year. I think last year was kind of an anomaly for them, really. Um, you know, and they had some injuries last year, and, and they've got a group back this year that seems like their seniors are leading them in a good direction, and uh, they really fought hard against Aurora and uh, made a pretty good comeback against them, and then they've got uh, uh, the tough win or tough loss against McCook. So, you know, they're a quality team. Looks like they were a little young last year, but those guys are uh, – most of them are all back for the season. Yeah, I think that's a lot of it. You know, he had a lot of experience returning and – uh, I think he kind of just knew as the season went on last year, he was going to have to get guys ready. He had some injuries and some kids had to play that probably weren't ready. And uh, Glenn always does a really good job, and we expect it to be a real battle. Last week for you guys, 35 to nothing over Seward. Offensively, uh, struggled a lot in the first half. Yeah, you know, we just we had a few overthrows and had a couple interceptions. And, uh, I mean, we'd march it right down the field in the first quarter and then just kind of turn it over. So, I mean, we're hoping to make sure that we get that corrected this week and uh, but overall, defensively, we played really well. We gave up some yards in the first quarter and a half, but once we got things settled down, we, we were looking pretty good. The woes on offense, can you contribute that to, to the layoff we had? Maybe. I hope so. You know, I think it was just uh, we just had a couple of errant throws. Uh, we just weren't quite getting the linebackers in the running game, and uh, the turnovers really hurt us. And, and we know, I mean, when you turn the ball over and you're giving people the – the ball in, in midfield, that makes it tough. And um, once we got that kind of cleared up, we, we were in good shape. Your defense kind of kept you around in the first half. They got three turnovers themselves, so they kind of kept you in the ball game. Yeah, they did. They, they, they got some really good, crucial turnovers. You know, they, they were down on the one-yard line, and that's tough to do in high school to stop somebody from the one-yard line. And, and we forced a fumble, got a touchback, so that couldn't have worked out any better. I think we scored on that previous drive or that next drive. So, um, you know, it all goes hand in hand. You hope that if your offense is struggling, then your defense will pick it up and vice versa. So we're hoping to keep that going. Jared Seneca raises the bar again with 341 total yards in the ball game last week. He just seems to get better and better as the weeks go on. Yeah, and, that, and that's what we anticipate, you know, kind of all across the board on the offensive side. We had a couple guys make some really awesome catches. And um, so we've kind of stressed that, you know, there's going to come times when that ball is not going to be perfect and, and you're going to have to make those really good plays, and they're good enough to do it. And, and we're starting to see guys do that, so that's encouraging. He looked like the one guy that was uh, concerned about how the offense played last week in the first half was Jared when he came off of the sideline. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was upset, and, uh, but he's ready to go, and, and uh, he's always – he's got a real short memory, and, and he learns from what, what things happen out there, and, and he's able to put it into action. 
Reading this morning uh, about your big plays, they had uh, six, 67 yards or more on scoring touchdowns so far this year. You've got 20 of them over uh, 20 yards. So this has been a big play offense. Well, and, and we rely on that, you know, and, and hopefully we can continue to kind of grind things out too because there's going to come some games where we're going to need that, being able to run and get four or five yards running the football or through the passing game, and we use them both, you know, the same way. So um, having long, sustained drives are going to be important as we go through, but Obviously, we'll take the big plays, and that, that's kind of what we're built upon as well. But we want to make sure we continue to work on grinding it out too. Yeah, you're confident as the weather starts to change here now in the next few weeks that you've got a team that can maybe uh, go 80 yards on a drive. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's going to be real important. You know, we're going to look a little different than everybody else doing it. You know, we're not just going to line up in two tights and run the ball at you. But we've got a variety of different ways that we've been working on for a few weeks to, to run the ball with, with all of our guys. And, and we've got plenty of guys that can run. So... Um, hopefully we don't need it, you know, but um, you know as well as I do, you get into October, November, you never know what the weather's going to be. It looks like the rushing game is improved over the past couple of weeks. We think so. I mean, we think that, uh, uh, you know, we're not rushing for a ton of yards, but I think we're averaging 116 or something like that. And, and when you're throwing for almost 300, I mean, that's a pretty good day for, for both groups. You know, I know the running backs are always itching to, to get their carries and things like that. And there's going to come a time where they're going to break out and they're going to have a good game because of what people are doing to us. So, uh, Friday night, it happened to be Jarrett. You know, both of those were they were quarterback read plays, and uh, we blocked it well up front, and he made the right read on the back end, and then there was nobody there. So that's just kind of the way it goes with our offense. I mean, there's a lot of guys that could get it on each snap, and uh, he happened to be the guy Friday night. All right, it's the uh, York Dukes here tonight. We'll come back and talk about York as our pregame show continues after this. I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday, and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning. And uh, I worked in outpatient surgery, and then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being anyplace else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Back with Hastings High head coach Charlie Shoemaker. It's Hastings and York here tonight. Coach, the Duke's sitting at 2-3 and three on the season, but this is a, a good quality uh, program over there. Yeah, you know, and their losses, they've, they've just made some mistakes that have really hurt them. They're very solid defensively. Um, they're very physical on both sides of the ball. So uh, they tackle well. They do, do a lot of good things. So um, we think it's going to be a challenge, and we're going to have to be ready to go. Since Glenn Snodgrass go to York, you, you kind of know what you're going to get when we play these guys, don't you? Oh, for sure. You know, and, and I go way back with Glenn when I was at Silver Lake and he was at Overton, and um, it doesn't look a whole lot different, to be honest with you, except it was eight-man. But uh, uh, you just know that their kids are going to be tough and well-coached, and uh, they're going to do things the right way. What do you see out of York when you uh, pop the film in? Um, you know, they've got some size, and, and uh, they've got a really big tight end. He's 6'5", so that's a bit of a matchup problem for, for our DBs. We don't really have anybody that tall, but uh, they like to get him the ball, and, and they're, just, they're, real, they're real consistent with running the ball, and they have a good mix in there. They run a lot of different formations at you to try to get you outflanked and things like that. 
and defensively they rally to the football. I mean, they're, they're going to make sure that they keep things in front of them and they're going to try to make tackles in space. They use a, a big, huge offensive line to run behind too, and that, that doesn't hurt. No, they've got some good size at their tackle spots, a couple guys that are 280, and um, you know those guys are much improved from last year. And uh, So we look for them to, to really come after us, and we're going to have to be ready for that. Jacob Irwin is their quarterback. What do you see out of him? Uh, good athlete, really good athlete. You know, we'll, we'll see um, how fast he is. It's hard to tell on film, and um, he throws the ball effective enough, and, and they like to use him in the run game kind of as a running back too. So, you know, that poses a whole different set of problems when your quarterback can run the ball. You mentioned uh, them offensively. They'll show us a lot of different sense of maybe trying to get us confused defensively. Yeah, I think that that's kind of what they, they like to give a lot of different things and give you a lot to prepare for. And, uh, you know, I think we're the way our defense is set up, we, we keep it pretty simple. So, I mean, I think our adjustments will be okay. We've got some things in the back pocket if we need to make some adjustments too. What will they do defensively? Uh, you know, defensively, I think their game plan is really going to be to try to keep every, all the guys in front of them. They don't want to give up that big play. I think that's a, you know, they're kind of a bend but don't break defense. And uh, they're going to make sure when we do get the ball, they're going to come up and tackle and rally to the football. That's what they're built upon. They're going to bring some pressure too. If that's the case tonight, be, might be the night where we're going to have to grind out maybe a, an 80-yard touchdown drive. I think there's going to be some drives that we're going to have to really work hard to get, get in the end zone. And uh, hopefully we can uh, finish those things off and, um, and do a good job with that. What do you want this team, uh, your team, to, to make a jump this week? Kind of just everywhere. I mean, I, I even our offense has been really good. Our defense has been really good. Our special teams have been really good. But I still feel like there's another level there for all three of them. Um, and I know Coach Itzen on the defensive, defensive side and then Coach Spala on the special team side, there's always things that you can improve upon. And I feel like our offense is clicking. But there's also some things that, that we think we can do better. And, and that's a great thing. When you go into the next week of practice, you know you got some things to work on. And so I think all three phases of the game, there's always something that we can hit another level. And I think if we're going to really go far in the playoffs, we're going to have to hit another level. I was going to say that. we got the playoffs looming uh, here in a couple of weeks. Uh, in order to, to make some noise, we probably have to hit a, a second gear or a third gear, don't we? Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think so. I mean, the, the, those are the teams that really push hard into November uh, the ones that just they just all of a sudden they make that jump and then they're just flying and rolling and and that's how you want to kind of finish the season and it's district play everybody's going to elevate their play they're going to be ready to go we're going to be ready to go so it should be a great night. All right, good luck. Thanks, Charlie Shoemaker, head coach for Hastings High. Stick around, signing lineups and the play-by-play description up next. Hastings in York tonight on twelve thirty KHAS. You've been listening to the KHAS Radio Coaches Pre-Game Show. Brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Stay tuned. Play-by-play is up next on Hastings Local High School Sports Station. KHAS Hastings. And also streaming online at FlatRiverPreps.com. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. High School Football is brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters, local businesses supporting local youth and local athletics.
And hi again, everybody. Welcome to high school football tonight here on 1230 KHS on the road with the Hastings High Tigers as the number one ranked team in Class B. Hastings High going to be uh, tested here tonight as they take on the York Dukes. York coming in a record of two wins and three losses on the season. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you tonight. Jimmy Purcell will join me alongside. Hastings coming in 5-0 and on the season. The Tigers last week. Uh, picked up a win over Seward by the score of 35 to nothing. Hastings struggled a little bit in the first half last week, but their defense kept them around. The uh, defense forced three first-half turnovers, and Hastings I eventually got their offense going and cruised to a 35 to nothing win over Seward. Jarek Sinek totaled 341 total yards in that ball game last week for Hastings High. He uh, was part of five different touchdowns, and Sinek is having a a whale of a season this year for Hastings High. The Tigers uh, open up the year with a win over Lincoln North Star, 35 to eight on the road. Came home and beat McCook, 35 to 14. Went on the road and beat Scotts Bluff, 45 to six. Then came home and shut out Gearing, 45 to nothing. Then they had that game that was supposed to be played in Alliance. Hastings High got all the way to Sydney on their way to that ball game at Alliance, and uh, the Bulldogs had some COVID-19 issues, so they loaded up the bus and the turnaround came home, and that might have been part of the reason why uh, Hastings High struggled a little bit uh, last week against Seward, but they got out of there with a 35 to nothing win in that ball game. York coming in, they've got a record of two wins, three losses on this season. The uh, Dukes open up the year with a couple of nice wins. They beat Crete 35 to six on the road, and they shut out Alliance 20 to nothing in their second ball game. But since then, uh, York has lost three games in a row. They dropped one to McCook 10 to seven. They lost to Ralston 33 to 12, and they lost to Aurora 37 to 21. So in those three losses, the Dukes have been outscored 80 to 40 as they get set to take on the number one ranked team in Class B, the Hastings High Tigers here tonight. Jimmy joins us uh, alongside, and Jimmy, another ball game for Hastings High. York is just three years removed from winning the Class B state championship. They've kind of struggled the last couple of years. Glenn uh, Snodgrass is on the sidelines, though, for the uh, Dukes, and he'll have his uh, guys ready to go here tonight. Yeah, Snodgrass has put up a great record over the uh, years here. Been here 10 years already. Doesn't seem like it. I believe he was uh, out at Elm Creek, the head coach out there, and then uh, moved here. Boy, I, I can remember, and I think we've talked about this before, I can remember years uh, years ago when Hastings High would play York, and it was it was almost embarrassing because uh, they were just uh, not a very good program, to say the least. They uh, would get thumped by uh, a lot of teams and several winless seasons, so they brought Snodgrass in. He has changed the culture here. He has really developed a winning attitude. He's really got the kids to buy into everything and uh, the weight the weight training in the offseason and the workouts and camps and whatnot, and he's done a tremendous job over here. Not a real good season a year ago, only two wins, but uh, he does return a lot of guys on this uh, this team and uh, the stuff you read in the uh, preseason papers they've got a very talented uh, younger class freshman and sophomore so expect a lot of action out of Glenn Snodgrass in the next uh, few years but uh, the game in hand here tonight again uh, Hastings probably the the uh, heavy favorite in this ball game the Tigers started out sluggish last week against Seward but I think you're right I think the bus ride on the way back and not playing a game really affected the Tigers performance last week but uh, they really shine then in the second half got a couple of injuries 
injuries, a couple of nicks, nothing I don't believe that the, is too very serious, but really got uh, all systems going. Jared Sinek, you talk about the year he has had. He can really distribute that ball around. He gets good protection from his offensive line, and he's a smart quarterback, only three interceptions, and he's thrown 18 touchdowns on the season. But you look at the stats, he spread it around with really – four of his mainstay receivers out there, but he's got a couple other that uh, he can go to. He trusts all those guys, and they're very talented, very speedy on the outside. So uh, it'll be uh, interesting what they can do here on grass. This, I think, maybe the second time the Tigers have played on natural grass this season. Really don't see that much anymore in uh, other than the smaller schools. You get the bigger schools, they all play on field turf. So we'll see if it slows the horses down, so to speak, here tonight in York. Going to be a cloudy and cool evening. Not much breeze down on the field, but uh, expect a, a good showdown. You know that Glenn Snodgrass is going to have his Dukes ready to play in this football game, but I think it's important for the Tigers to get out to a quick start and just uh, solidify that they uh, that that ranking of being number one. And you want to start playing really good football. You just had that schedule laying out here. York this week, Aurora next week, Grand Island Northwest. You kind of get into the buzzsaw your uh, district play. So going to be important the Tigers continue the momentum they have got going right now. Weather-wise, going to be 63 degrees at game time here tonight. As Jimmy mentioned, some clouds in the, the air tonight. We've got uh, southeast winds at about 10 miles per hour. We do have about a 10% chance of rain throughout the night tonight. Hastings High has really lived on the big play, Jimmy. We totaled things up. They've got six plays this year that they have scored on. That's been 67 yards or more. They've got 14 other touchdowns this year that have come from 20 yards or more. And I think uh, most of that is uh, off of the arm of uh, Jared Senning. He's just got so many weapons out there that he thinks I can virtually score from anywhere on the field. Well, again, uh, this is a talent, talented crew that he can throw the football around to. Austin Nauert, I was kind of surprised when I was looking at numbers here the other day. Nauert's only got 230 yards on the season and just one touchdown. He, at the same time last year, was the number one leading receiver and I think was at seven touchdowns a year ago. So it just goes to show you that it doesn't matter who he gets the ball to. He's going to throw it to the hot hand. But if they can pick up some blocks on the outside, and they all tend to block very well, uh, Seneca likes to go downfield. Bra- uh, Braden Cavledge has been his deep threat this year. Cavledge with uh, 379 yards on the season, six touchdowns. But the guy that's explosive, if you've never been to a game, you might want to try to get out and check him out. And that's the coach's kid. Carson Shoemaker, he's caught uh, 396 yards worth of balls this year and uh, also six touchdowns for Carson. But they don't throw it deep to him. They like to just toss it out to him on the outside and get him in space. I was down on the uh, the field. I went to the vehicle before I come up here, and they were taping the players up down there. And He is not very big, but well, I'll tell you what, his legs are solid, and he has got some tremendous speed, a great burst. And I just don't think defenders are able to, uh, to to get a right angle on him. He just blows right by, guys. We've seen that last week in the uh, Seward game. So, as we've talked all season long, very talented receivers. You don't get those yards, though, and those completions without a good offensive line. They have done a really good job. Defensively, we haven't talked a whole lot about them, uh, but, but they've done a pretty good job. Blake Davis leads the way in tackles coming into this football game, and uh, he's an animal in there, a linebacker. And, uh, but he uh, kind of anchors that, that defensive side of things, but the, the whole core has really played very well to uh, keep the opponents off the scoreboard. I was sneaking up to game time here tonight in York. Hastings High and the York Dukes in this one. 
Adam Central Patriots, another team that is undefeated this year. Adam Central sitting in 5-0 in this season. They've got a tough road game tonight. They're playing at Central City. That game is over on ESPN 1550 KICS. The other Hastings team is also on the road tonight. So nobody playing at home tonight uh, in the city. Hastings St. Cecilia is on the road playing at Donovan Trumbull. We'll get to the starting lineups. are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service. Three convenient locations and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is a better bank. Jared Senek will get to start at quarterback 6'2", 185-pound senior for Hastings High. The running backs will be Carson Shoemaker, 5'7", 155-pound senior. And Zane Widener, 5'10", 155-pound senior. Wide receiver will be Gareth Jones, 5'10", 175-pound senior. The other side of Braden Cavillage. Six foot, 160 pound senior, and the tight end will be Austin Dowart, 5'10, 155 pound senior. Hastings High in the offensive line tonight. Ashton Ground is going to get the start at center. He is 5'11, 275 pounds, and a junior. The two guards will be Lucas Koletic, 6'5, 285 pound senior, and Landon Jacobitz, 6 foot, 200 pound senior, and the uh, two tackles for Hastings. Tonight will be Blake Davis, six foot, two hundred and twenty-five pound senior. The other side, you've got Seth Asperbach, a six foot one, two hundred and thirty-five pound junior for uh, Hastings High. Tigers on defense. Down lineman will be uh, Coletic, also Max Johnson and uh, Appersbach. Your uh, linebackers will be Davis and Isaiah Henry. Landon Jacobus. The nickel back will be Jeff Samuelson, and in the uh, defensive secondary. For Hastings High, Gareth Jones, Zade Widener, Bo Dreer, and Austin Nowers. Right now, the playing of the National Anthem as we get set to go. High school football tonight on 1230 KHS. Are you tired of being just another number waiting in line to get your prescriptions filled? Hi, this is Scott Kirkyard, owner of Crozier Park Pharmacy in Hastings, and I would like to invite you to experience our personal service. At Crozier Park Pharmacy, we have speedy service, free mail order, and free delivery in the Hastings area. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturdays, 9 to 1. We're located at 405 East 14th Street by Crozier Park. For more information, call 462-4600, and I hope to have the opportunity to help you with your pharmacy needs soon. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney, also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in York as we get set to go. High school football tonight. Hastings and the uh, York Dukes. York on uh, offense tonight. Their quarterback is uh, Jake Irwin. He is six foot one, 180 pounds and a senior. Their running back will be Wyatt Collingham. Six foot one, 180-pound senior. The other guy back there, the fullback, will be Chase Cotton, 5'11", 180-pound senior. Tight end will be uh, Chase Collingham, six foot five. He's a big target out there. He's going to create some matchup problems for uh, Hastings High tonight. Collingham, six foot five, 205-pound senior. 
Wide receiver will be Cooper Cook, six foot, 175 pound senior. On the other side, you've got Thomas Ivey, 5'8", 150-pound senior. Caden Lyons is going to be the center for York, 5'10", 195-pound senior. Quinton Hale will be the left guard, 6'1", 280-pound senior. Zachary Neenheiser will be the right guard, 6'2", 200-pound senior. Joshua Sanoff at left tackle, 6'1", 285, but a senior. Jade Collingham on the other side, 6'5", 280 pounds, and a sophomore. York on defense, you're down lineman. They'll go with a, a three down lineman tonight. Quinton Hale, Joshua Sadoff, and Carter Kulata in there as a down lineman. The linebackers will be Jake Irwin, Chase Cotton, Ty Bartholomew, and Marley Jensen. In the defensive secondary, Thomas Ivey, Caleb Hyden, also Wyatt Collingham, and Cooper Cook. Your starting lineups tonight are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service. Three convenient locations and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Tell you what, they're playing some good tune, uh, some good <laughs> tunes tonight. We got to get jiggy with it, huh? Tell you what, got to get jiggy. I got to get uh, my pants loosened up after the national anthem. Did you hear that? A bomb or whatever it was that went off. They shot a, off right off the edge. They've got a cannon over here in one of the end zones. I was warned about that earlier today. A, a person from York informed me to get ready for the cannon. We haven't shot it off a whole lot this year because they usually shoot it off when they score. They score. Yeah, they haven't had a lot of scoring. So oh. they, they said the cannon hasn't got a lot of use so far this year. But they fired up right here, and I almost, <laughs> almost jumped out of the press box. <laughs> Tell you what, it did. My uh, toes went right through the soles of my shoe into the carpet up here in the press box facility. It uh, shocked me. was not ready for that, but uh, we're ready for football action. York uh, in their home, what, navy blues all the way through, pants and uh, jerseys and the gold gold helmets. They've had these uniforms, uh, the same color combination for a lot of years. Hastings High has changed things up a little bit uh, in the past few years, but they'll be wearing their black pants, white jerseys, and them uh, – very good-looking black football helmets. The Tigers, uh, they will receive here. They do a, the, the coin toss. They don't do it at the middle of the field with the social distancing. They do it over at the uh, sidelines. I wasn't able to, to see uh, exactly how that all went. But uh, obviously, uh, York won. They deferred. So now the Tigers will get the football moving right to left on your radio dial. All right, Zane Widener will bo- uh, drop back deep for Hastings. He'll be flanked by... Carson Shoemaker back here at about the five-yard line. Kind of a, a unique setup here, Jimmy. This is actually uh, a baseball field, but very nice facilities here on the football side. They got the football out here uh, kind of in the outfield of Levitt Stadium, which is a baseball stadium, but uh, very nice facilities here in York. Yeah, we're kind of sitting in, uh, what would you call it, left center? Yeah. Left center here, uh, if you was to look into the uh, the grandstands. Yeah, but nice big uh, baseball facility there as uh york is getting ready to yeah there we go they turn the the music off and we're about ready to get underway york will be into the football and again widener and shoemaker very short kick they're gonna have to get on this very quickly one of those little pooch kicks is going to be covered up here by uh, hastings they covered up at the uh, 37 yard line so obviously they saw something yeah. on film there jimmy and uh, glenn snodgrass he goes right off of the bat with a little pooch kick trying to Catch the Tigers off guard, but uh, carrying the ball there for Hastings with uh, Jet Samuelson. Yeah, Samuelson right on uh, 
Johnny on the spot, but they had a huge opening over there, and and that's a good look. We've seen some college teams try that this year and be very successful with. We've seen that a few weeks ago, but that gives Sinek and the boys good field position. They'll start here at their own 37-yard line. And Sinek's going to go to work. He stands in a pocket. He cocks the arm. Now he's being flushed. He's at the 35 to the 40, brings it across the 40-yard line. He's run out of bounds here at the, about the 43-yard line. So pickup of about six yards in a play. Look at the down markers on the other side, Jimmy. That's a unique look as well. They've yeah. got that kind of lighted, uh, lighted side markers over there. I have not seen that before. No, never have. That's a good look, especially when we're uh, on the far side here. So, yeah, first time we've seen that. Cynic, nobody to go to. He looked downfield to Cavledge. Do we have a penalty flag down on the field? Looks like they're conferring over here. A holding call. It's going to be a holding call there against the uh, York Dukes. So that's going to help the Tigers out. That was a quarterback scramble of about six yards there for Sinek right off the bat. Holding call here is going to go on York. We're just underway in York. Hastings High Football tonight on 1230 KHAS. Online at com. Also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The officials, boy, we got one penalty flag. Now we think that this is going to go against Hastings. They signals York uh, York way. I think this is going to go against Hastings High. There's the hold. They're going to say it's a holding against York. But I think we're going to have a foul as well. No, they're going to mark the ball down here across the uh, 50-yard line to the York 47. Hastings has huddled all the way back at their own 30-yard line. So, they obviously thought it was going to go against Hastings. So we're off to a slow start here with Mr. Official. Yeah, sluggish for the guys in the zebra suits. But anyway, Tigers will take over across uh, midfield already now. They'll spot it down at the 46-yard, 47-yard line of York. All right, Sinek wants to throw. He had three wide receivers out to the right side. He throws it out there, and that ball is going to be incomplete. Off of the fingertips of his intended receiver, Austin Nauert. He had a lot of room out there. He would have caught the ball. That one goes off of his fingertips, so it's second down. Second down, 10 yards to go, just underway. This is the first possession of the ball game. Hastings has got the ball at the York 47-yard line. Tigers moving right to left here in the first quarter of play. Cavillage is your wide receiver, split to the left side, two wide receivers to the right. They're going to have a Zate Widener in the backfield just to the right of Sinek. Sinek throws it again. That baby's going to be caught by Jones. Jones has the ball at the 40 down to the 39-yard line, and that's going to be enough, I believe, for a first down. Gareth Jones grabs that ball there for Hastings High, the 5'10", 175-pound senior. They're going to mark it just shy of a first down. So it's third down and a yard. The yard markers even give you how many yards to go. That is unbelievable. I have not. We haven't even seen that in college football. No, that's uh, that's lined up with a big red numbers over there. Third down and a yard to go. Widener gets the all hell. The first down and more. He's across the 35. He's down to the 30-yard line. Nice run there by Zade Widener. So Zade Widener takes it off a right tackle. Widener, the 5'10", 155-pound senior. Missed a couple of ball games. Had to sit out for Hastings High. But the Tigers on the move here on their opening possession. Hastings with the ball. First down, 10 yards to go. The ball's at the 28-yard line, just by the 11-minute mark here in the first half. Here comes a reverse to the near side. Nowart has got the ball. Not much here. Nowart tucks it up inside as he gets the ball down to about the 27-yard line. Again, a pickup of two yards and a play. Second down and eight yards to go. 
We go back to that run by Widener, like giving eight yards on that carry, but nobody uh, is hungrier to be back into actions. They'd uh, seen first action a week ago because he was held out the week before the Alliance game. Then they didn't play the Alliance game, so he was ready to get back on the field, but he's healthy. I talked to him before the game. He's ready to go. Second down, eight yards to go. He sings with the wall in the 26. Sinek stands in a pocket, throws it. Shoemaker grabs the ball. Shoemaker is run out of bounds there at the 15-yard line. But that's going to be enough for another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So the Tigers moving the ball right down against this York defense. Again, York has been outscored 80-40 to in their last three ball games, and the Tigers going to work here offensively. Yeah, they are really mixing it up. Uh, 50-50 right now on the play calls. Five through the air. Excuse me, three through the air and three on the ground. 17 on that ground and 19 through the air. First and 10 here at the 16. Senek is going to hand the ball away. That's going to be Widener with it now as Widener moves it across the 15 down to about the 14-yard line before he is brought down there. Tackle is made in there by the York defense as Carter uh, Collada, the sophomore defensive end, making the stop there for the York Dukes. That was a pickup of two yards in the play, second down and eight yards to go. Hastings with the ball down here at the York 14-yard line. Sinek again has got the ball. He fires it near the side. That's going to be Shoemaker, and he's brought down immediately at about the 12-yard line. Nice play defensively there by Ty Bartholomew, the outside linebacker for York. Uh, Shoemaker catches the ball, but he didn't slip the tackle of Ty Bartholomew or wraps him up and throws him into the turf. That was a pickup of only two yards in the play. We'll call it third down and six yards to go. Hastings with the ball at the 13-yard line of York. Opening possession of the ball game. Tigers moving to our end zone to our left. Three wide receivers set up in a uh, diamond formation out to the uh, right side. Or Hastings eyes. Sinek with the ball. He looks that way. Sinek throws it. A ball is going to be... Caught and then dropped inside the five-yard line. Trying to get the ball to a Gareth Jones down there. It was delivered a little bit low, but Jones should have had that one. Nice defensive play again by the York Dukes. And now the Tigers are going to have to uh, try a field goal attempt on fourth down and seven yards to go. Yeah, uh, Senek went through all these progressions, uh, found Jones kind of going across the middle of the field on a slap pattern. He threw that down around his knees, and Jones had the football in his hands momentarily, but a good defensive play got in there and uh, ripped the football out. So it'll be Menke coming on for a field goal try, and I believe Menke, this will be his, uh, what, second uh, try of the year? Third one. He's two for two. This will be a 30-yard field goal attempt. Ball's on the near side hash mark. Here's the kick. It is up there, and the kick is good. So uh, Briar Binky gets the Hastings High Tigers on the scoreboard in the opening possession of the ball game, a 30-yard field goal by uh, Briar Binky. We'll take a timeout. Nine minutes to play here in the first quarter. It's Hastings High 3 and York nothing. Get more than you expect. Direct. When you hear the name Furniture Direct, low prices is about what you'd expect. But at Furniture Direct, you get more than you expect. Like coil spring seating in our catnapper recliners and motion furniture so they keep sitting great for years to come. Plus express delivery so you can enjoy your furniture right away. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Behind Sonic on South Burlington and Hastings, FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in York. So Hastings High takes it right down the field, Jimmy, in these in point blank range. 
But Hastings cannot uh, convert on a, a third down. They have to go for a 30-yard field goal. Nine plays, 39 yards, and uh, yeah, started out on their own 37-yard line. Took it downfield, basically a mixture of 50-50 plays. 20 yards through the air from Sinek there on three completions. And the Tiger offense, uh, 19 yards on four carries. As Minky is into the football, Tigers have a 3-0 lead. End over end kick is going to come down at about the 15-yard line. Back to the center of the field to the 20. Good job on the coverage there by Hastings High. Bringing the ball back there for the uh, York Dukes was uh, Wyatt Collingham. And Collingham is going to be spilled inside the uh, 20-yard line. They're going to mark the ball to 17. Normally, you like to keep your opponents inside the 20. The Tigers do a good job there on special teams. Yeah, a couple of guys from the uh, Gunners from both sides of the field was able to get down there. I believe that was Cavalich from the backside coming in there and putting a pretty good hit on Bartholomew. And again, uh, brought it down at the 17-yard line. All right, it's going to be uh, Jake Irwin, the uh, quarterback here for York. Again, the, the Dukes want to run the football here tonight. We'll see what Hastings High can do uh, defensively. Here's a handoff, and that's going to go to a Wyatt Collingham, and he's going to be stacked up there in the backfield. That's uh, Braden Cavillage in there for Hastings High. Also, Landon Jacobus in there for the Tigers. That play had uh, no chance there, Jimmy. Good job by the Hastings D. Yeah, three jersey, white jerseys was uh, in the backfield as soon as the running back got the, the football, took it off left side, but he had nowhere to run. There was gonna, They were going to bring him down no matter where he was. They had great penetration in there and a big, big loss. They'll mark him down uh, about a four-yard loss, going to bring up second down and about 14 yards. Irwin is in the backfield waiting for the snap. He's got it, swings the ball out, and he's chopped down again. Another great job by the Tigers on defense. They swing the ball out here. That's going to be uh, Collingham again. They swing the ball out here to him, and the Tigers were right there defensively to bring him down for a loss. Yeah, great open field tackle. Anytime you're one-on-one out in the flats and nobody's around, you just need to make sure you make a sound tackle. And that was a great open field tackle by Hastings High. So now York's looked uh, they were behind the sticks. Actually, third and 13 now. So so a great opportunity for the Tigers to get some great field position here with a stop. All right, Jake Irwin will have two running backs in the backfield. He's got the ball. He throws it across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. It's going to be incomplete trying to get it across to uh, the wide receiver, Cooper Cook. That one was delivered high. Bo Dreher back in coverage for the Hastings High Tigers. Cook, he's a big target out there, about six foot five. He's the, the uh, deep threat. But that was great coverage down there. And now look at this. Hastings High is going to get some great field position. Going to be Nowert and also uh, Dreer back deep for Hastings High, the punter for York. Ty Bartholomew. Yeah, going to stand about three yards deep in his own end zone. Going to be good field position here. So three plays and out here for the uh, York Dukes. Here's the kick. It's going to bounce at the 40. It comes to the 50, picked up by Dreher. He's got a wall set up, 45. Dreher is at the 40, down to the 39-yard line. So great field position for Hastings on their second offensive series here in the first quarter. Tigers marched the ball nine plays, 39 yards on the opening possession tonight. Had to settle for a 30-yard field goal. But you got to take advantage when you've got the, the field position like this, Jimmy. It's like it's on a, a silver platter. First and 10 at the 40-yard line of York. Really do. Charlie Shoemaker watching from the far sidelines probably had to take a, a big gasp of air there as a Dreer let that ball bounce along the ground for about uh, 8, 10 yards and then fielded it right at midfield. Took it off right side, picks up 10. So it'll be the 40-yard line of York is where Hastings will start. Three wide receivers set up in a diamond formation, this time to the left side for Quentin Senek. He hands the ball away, and that's going to be a... Blown up there. Trevor Sullivan into the ball game now for Hastings High, and he's going to be thrown for about a yard loss. 
So Trevor Sullivan now checking into the Hastings High lineup, a five foot six, 165-pound senior. He's got 169 yards on 40 carries so far this year. He loses a yard there. The ball is pushed back to the 41-yard line. Second down and 11. For Hastings High from the York 41, three wide receivers again to the left side of the formation. Cavalich split out wide to the right side. Senek wants to throw. He throws it down the right sideline, and it's going to be incomplete. Off of the fingertips of Cavalich inside the five-yard line. Good job back there by the quarterback for the York Dukes. That was Thomas Ivey. He made a nice play on the ball. Yeah, right stride for stride with Cavalich. He tried to climb the ladder to go up at about the five-yard line and bring that football down, but the defender was right in there, had a had a hand right in the face of Cavalich. So going to bring up third down, third about 11. If there's one weak link Hastings has is the inability to really run the football, and they're going to have to be able to run the football effectively in uh, upcoming football games. Third down and 11. Sinek wants to throw. He's under pressure. Dances away. Sinek is hit. He fumbles the football back here, but I think he got on top of it. But that's going to be a big, big loss. Sinek got back on top of the ball back here at the 48-yard line. That's going to be a loss of seven yards in the play, and the Tigers off the punt. Well, Sinek trying to buy some time back there, trying to elude traffic and just simply run right into one of his offensive linemen, and the ball popped loose. Sinek was able to get back on top of it, but not after a loss of nearly six. So now it'll be a punting situation. I believe Cavalich will do the punting for the Tigers, and he will get this off at about the 43-yard line. Ivy is back deep here for York. Ball is going to go to the far side, and it's going to be down down there inside the 10-yard line, down around the uh, 8 or the 9. Did a good job on special teams there by Hastings High. They've got the York Dukes pinned back deep. York went three plays and out. In fact, the three plays are not very good. They lost yardage on their opening possession. So the Dukes have come back out. First down, they're going to mark the football right at the 10-yard line. 6.06 to play here in the first quarter. Hastings High with a lead over York tonight in high school football. The score is 3 to nothing. Second possession for York here tonight. One rushing and two pass plays for the York offense. The first series, we'll see what they uh Glenn Snodgrass and the troops come up with here. Irwin is uh, going to run the option, and he's going to be uh, chopped down behind, uh, behind the line of scrimmage back here at about the eight-yard line. So Hastings high right there. I think that's a Zade Widener coming up uh, to make this stop for Hastings or Austin Nowitz. Austin, that was I, nope, Widener. that was Widener. Yeah, Widener comes in to make the stop the uh, free safety for the Tigers. A loss of a couple of yards on the play. Second down, 12 yards to go. Ball is pushed back here to about the eight-yard line. The Dukes working from our left to our right here. Hastings high on the road here tonight looking for their sixth win of the season. Irwin is now surveying the defense up under center this time. He hands the ball away, sliding through there across the 15, out to about the 16-yard line. Bearing the football there as a Marley Jensen. Jensen into the ball game, a five foot eight, one hundred eighty pound junior, carries the mail straight up the gut there against the Tiger defense. They're down at about four yards to go. Ball is pushed out here to about the eighteen yard line. Wide receiver will split out to the left side of the formation. In fact, two wide receivers will head that way now. Irwin is in the gun with a running back just to his right side. Clock running at the four forty nine mark. There's a pass to the near side. It's going to be caught here at the 25-yard line. Should be enough for a first down. Reception is going to be made by Joseph Wallach, who's into the ball game now. A sophomore tight end making the reception there for York. That is a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. 
as he brings the ball up here to the 25-yard line. Now we're giving a lot of cushion out here on the outside. Just a good pass there by uh, Bartholomew getting the uh, football over to his uh, his receiver. Made a nice catch. And then now it was Johnny on the spot there. Brought him down, but not after a gain of seven. First first down of the night for the Dukes, and they get the football out the 25-yard line. All right, Irwin is up under center this time. Backs in the uh, eyes. They pitch the ball back here. Across the 25, out to the 26-yard line. Penalty flag will go down. That's a Barley Jensen carrying the ball, but I think it's going to be a penalty here on the Dukes. A pickup of one for uh, Barley Jensen, but again, penalty flags are down. Now they're going to hit, hit the Tigers with a face mask. That would have happened right on the tackle. All right, so it's going to be a, a penalty barnstorm off against Hastings High. 4-16 to play here in the first quarter. Hastings... Out on top of York by a score of three to nothing. And in the other games tonight, Adams Central is playing on the road at Central City. That game is over on ESPN fifteen fifty KICS. Acing Saints is also with a road game tonight. Hawks looking for their first one of the season as they play at Donovan Trumbull tonight. So first down, five yards to go. The ball after the penalty is out here to the thirty-one yard line. Man comes in motion. They fake the ball to him. There's a pass downfield. It's going to be caught at the 50, 45, 40 of Hastings, 35, 30. Still on his feet down here to the 27-yard line. They get the ball to uh, Cooper Cook right in the center of the field. I don't know if that was a uh, defensive boo-boo or what, Jimmy, but he had a lot of room there. Cooper Cook picks up the first down and more as he moves the ball down here at the Hastings high 27. Well, they just miscommunication in this defensive secondary. They had uh, Tigers had five D-backs out on the uh, the play there, and the uh, quarterback, Irwin, just delivered that a beautiful pass right down the middle. But it's a, as our old buddy at Hastings College says, you can't peek, doggone it. And they peeked. You look in that backfield, and the receiver right over top. He's a big target. We talked about him earlier, about six foot five, but they hit him in stride. And again, picks up 44 yards down deep, first time into Tiger territory. All right, so it's first down and 10 for York as they're trying to counter the Hastings high scoring drive that they had on the opening possession. 3 nothing. Tigers have the lead, but York driving here in the first quarter with about four minutes to go. Wide receivers go left and right here. Irwin barks out the signals. He fakes the ball. Irwin's going to run it across the 25, still on his feet, down to the 20-yard line. May have fumbled the football. He bobbled it down there. There's a big, big pileup down here at the 20-yard line. And I think he, no, the Tigers got on top of it. The Tigers have the football. And Zade, now the officials are going to step in here. Yep, they're going to give the ball to Hastings. Zade Widener comes out of the bottom of that uh, scrum with the football. As uh, Irwin took it off left side, had a seam off left tackle, got into the uh, Tigers secondary. I don't know if that was Davis that came up and made the hit, but the ball uh, popped loose down onto the uh, grass turf, and somehow Zade comes up with the uh, recovery. So they stop that drive, and now we'll see if the Tiger offense can get in gear. They lead the football game with 3.41 left to go, 3 nothing. That's what Charlie kind of talked about uh, during the week. He said York is good. They've just been shooting themselves in the foot with uh, – some big turnovers and uh, some big penalties. That time they turned the ball over after they had a nice drive going. There's a pass out here to the shoemaker. He goes down to, to one knee to grab that one, so they blow it dead. That would have been good on Sundays, not on Fridays. They move the ball out here to the 26-yard line. They'll give him a pickup of five yards in the play. The quick, uh, completed pass from uh, Sinek over here to shoemaker. So second down, five yards to go. 317 to play here in the first quarter. Three to nothing. Hastings with the lead. Three wide receivers out to the right side. 
Two wide receivers to the left. Empty backfield here. Sinek runs the quarterback draw. 30. He's at the 35 to the 36-37 yard line before he is brought down there by the Dukes. Tackle is made by the safety coming up there. Wyatt Collingham, the six foot one, 180-pound senior for the uh, Dukes. That's enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Well, and you can just see the C's part right there as uh, Sinek was back in the uh, the pistol formation. Had wide receivers all over the field. They really spread things out. And the whole middle of that defensive front, the four-down linemen, they were nowhere to be found. And Sinek can run the football. He's done a, a pretty good job this season. 245 as he picks up 11 there. And Zade fumbles the football. Zade Widener fumbles the ball at the 35-yard line. And I think the Dukes are on top of it. Widener has had some uh, fumble-itis problems here this year. There he coughs up the pig as he gets the handoff from uh, Sinek. I haven't really seen an official indication yet from the guys in the black and white. There's a penalty that's going to go on Hastings High. This will be York football. Yep, it's going to be a holding call on Hastings. Holding call on Hastings. We got a fumble from Zade Widener here at the 35-yard line. The Dukes are going to decline the penalty, so York will get it on the Hastings High turnover down here at the 35-yard line. Well, back-to-back drives now. Each team has uh, coughed the football up. That one there, I believe that's Zade's third fumble. He had two of them in that Lincoln North Star game. Had done a pretty good job keeping his hands on the football, but uh, drops that one down the turf, and York takes over at the Hastings 36-yard line. So they had a drive that uh, was stalled out in the inside the red zone, and now they cough the ball up. There's a pass that's almost completed down there just off of the fingertips of the intended receiver for York. That is Chase Collingham. He had to step on his man, Jimmy, and that one was just off of his fingertips there inside the 10-yard line. Tell you what, Irwin's got a nice delivery on that football, and it doesn't take him long to get it out of his hands. Real quick release, and he's able to get to that big target downfield in uh, Cook. He is a, He's going to be a tough guy for Hastings to to contain tonight, you talk about how uh, Glenn Snodgrass wanted to f- run the football tonight, but they've uh, they've thrown it five times already to three runs. Unfortunately, that uh, just slightly overthrown second down and 10 here at the 36. All right, here's uh, Irwin. He's going to hand the ball away, sliding through there, still on his feet to the 30-yard line, inside the 30-yard line to the 27. He can't get that guy down. Chase Cotton carrying the ball. Nice, tough run there by the uh, fullback for uh, York, the 5'11", 180-pound senior. He's going to be very close to a first down. We'll call it third down and a yard to go. York has got the ball to 27. This doesn't look like a two-and-three football team. No, not at all. That was seven yards after contact. Here's a uh, quick pitch here, and that's going to be hit behind the line of scrimmage. They're trying to get the ball there to... uh, uh, Cotton again. That time he is knocked down in the play by the Hastings High Tiger defense. Again, Landon Jacobus. It's his second tackle for loss here in the uh, first quarter. That's going to bring up fourth down at about a yard and a half. I guess when you're you're two and three and you're playing at home, you might as well go for it here after your opponent's 27 and a half yard line. Wide receiver is going to be Thomas Ivy split out to the left side of the formation. Three wide receivers to the right. Jake Irwin in the backfield. He's got one running back there with him. Irwin is going to run the ball. He slips it outside. He's going to have the first down across the 25 to the Tiger 24-yard line. So Jake Irwin, the quarterback, just carries the ball around the left end. He finds just enough to pick up the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down down here at the 24-yard line. First and 10 here for the Dukes. Irwin doesn't give uh, much time for grass to grow under his feet. Very, very quick. He takes that one off left side. Picks up nearly five all the way down to the Tiger 24-yard line. 
again, by far the uh, deepest penetration here for the Dukes tonight. Second straight week, the Tigers are off to a slow start. Here's Irwin, and he's going to be brought down here at the 26. Loss of a yard in the play. They faked the ball inside. Irwin trying to take it around the right end that time, and he is uh, knocked down in the play immediately there by Lucas Kolodik for Hastings High, the defensive end. A loss of a yard, second down, and 11 yards to go. And the Tigers moved the ball up and down the field last week against Seward in the first quarter, but really had to use three first-half turnovers supplied by their defense to stay in the football game before they got their offense rolling in the second half. That's kind of what's happened here. Hastings has moved the ball up and down the field here in the first quarter against the Dukes, but a turnover. Here's uh, a quarterback is going to be Irwin again. Irwin tries to get away from pressure. He does, but then he is uh, brought down on the play. Tackle is made in there by Isaiah Henry. Where he sings high, the inside linebacker, the five foot nine, 195-pound senior. So they're going in the opposite direction. Third down now. Third down and about 13 yards to go. The ball is pushed back here to the 28-yard line, and that is the end of the first quarter of play. That's the end of the first quarter. We'll take a timeout. The score is Hastings High 3 and the York Dukes nothing. You're listening to High School Football tonight on 1230 KHAS. New View Real Estate of Hastings is family-owned and operated with over four decades of real estate experience. And Dana, Connie, and Dee would love to help your family with all of your real estate needs. Whether you're buying or selling, New View Real Estate of Hastings can help you make your move and offer you full-service affordability. Stop by 1239 North Burlington in Hastings or contact us at newviewofhastings.com or on Facebook at New View Real Estate of Hastings. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around, and the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop, from bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings, because quality matters. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in York tonight. Hastings High with a 3 to nothing lead over the York Dukes. Tigers with a turnover here in the first half and a stalled drive when they had to go for a uh, field goal, which they knocked her through the pipes. Now it's third down and 14 yards to go for York, and the Tigers are going to jump up front, Jimmy. They, they jump off sides. That's going to cost uh, Hastings High five yards here. Jumping outside there, I think it was uh, Blake Davis. A couple of guys might have been uh, in the neutral zone, so to speak, there for Hastings High. Well, and you talk about the Tigers getting off to a slow start yet again last week against Seward at home. They they did just that. was able to move the football a little bit, but not able to get it into the end zone. Made some mistakes at critical times. Then was able to pull away in the second half against the Blue Jays. But uh, here they... Um, less than impressive here to start this football game out offensively and defensively a little sluggish. So the Dukes will look at a third down and a little more manageable nine yards. All right, everyone's going to back up. Here comes the pressure. They set up a little screen, and the Tigers blow that up. It's a good play there by Blake Davis. They got the screen set up right in the center of the field as they get the ball to big old Wyatt Collingham. But Blake Davis was right there for Hastings High on defense. And that's going to be about a yard or so loss. It is now fourth down. Fourth down and 11 yards to go, they say. Ball is sitting here at the 27-yard line 
of Hastings High. And again, they're kind of out here in no man's land. So Glenn Snodgrass and the uh, York Dukes will go for it here. Fourth down, now maybe closer to 12 yards to go from the Hastings High 26-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right. Irwin backs up. He's got time, steps away from pressure, slumps a tackler, and now he's hitting. Down he goes. Blake Davis brings him down at the 30-yard line. Now we've got a late penalty flag coming in there. Somebody uh, just leveled Isaiah Henry as he is knocked over the pile. That's going to be a late hit, I think, on York. Out of play, that was play was well over, and then uh, somebody uh, blocked Isaiah Henry and knocked him down. So I think this is going to be a penalty here on York. Yeah, and Coletico is the guy that really caused a lot of commotion back there as uh, the quarterback in Irwin was forced out of the pocket there. And then again, Davis was able to get a hold of him, but Coletic really caused that play to uh, disrupt any positive gain there for York. Now the officials at about the 30-yard line will discuss this. 3-0 lead here for the Tigers. While we're doing that, the end of the the first quarter stats are brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. For York in that first quarter, 64 total yards, 14 on the ground and 50 through the air. They had three first downs. For the Tigers, just 48 yards uh, total offense, 23 on the ground, 25 through the air. And the Tigers with four first downs. Little Shoe leads the way receiving with three catches, 16 yards, Zade Widener with two carries and 10 yards. And now what's the ruling here? I hear the hometown crowd clapping on that play. So They marched, they marched off a 15-yard penalty on Hastings High for a personal foul. They're going to go over and talk with uh, Charlie on the far sideline. So what looked like a uh, late hit turns out to be a personal foul on Hastings. Well, that's automatic. Yeah, that, well, that's going to give oh, uh, no. Yorkie uh, his fourth down. They'll just give him the yardage yeah, on there. But, boy, a big mistake. You give York another opportunity here. It's going to be fourth down and two. The ball is at the 16-yard line. So they mark it off from the spot of the foul, which is – where they brought him down uh, on that that's a screen pass that was blown up there by the Tigers. And then after the play was over, they called a personal foul on Hastings, so they mark it off in the spot of the foul. And that means it's going to be fourth down and two yards to go from the 16-yard line of Hastings. Now we've got a timeout. We've got a timeout here. It's brought to you by Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. 10.59 to play first half. Hastings 3, York nothing. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. The Breeze, 94.5. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, back here in York. 10.59 to play second quarter. Big play here, fourth down and two. York has got the ball at the Hastings 16-yard line. Irwin's going to run the ball across the 15, across the 10. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. York has got the lead with 10.54 to play. So they spread the field, Jimmy, and Jake Irwin, the quarterback, just keeps it on the uh, a keeper to the uh, left side. There goes that cannon. I'm going to have a heart attack before the <laughs> night is over here. I was waiting for it. They uh, 
They uh, spread the field, as you said, and then Irwin, the quarterback, got the snap, kind of hesitated for just a second, and then the blockers did a, did a great job just kind of opening up the middle of the formation there, and Irwin is a speedster. He bursts right through there, takes it in from 16 yards out, and the Tigers, for the first time in a long time, trail in a football game. All right, here comes uh, Thomas Ivey. He's the extra point kicker. The snap was low. They get the ball down, and somehow Ivey got it through the uprights. Now the snap came back low. He had problems in getting it down on the pad. Ivy gets into the football and goes slicing off of the left side, but just inside the uh, left upright. So the PAT is good here for the York Dukes. Ten minutes and 54 seconds to play here in the first half. York has got the lead. York 7, Hastings High 3. You're listening to Tiger Football. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in York tonight. The York Dukes, a team that is two and three on the season. They've lost three games in a row, Jimmy, but uh, they don't look like a two and three football team. They lead number one ranked Hastings. They score seven to three. No, and again, uh, we talked about it at the pregame show. Glenn Snodgrass, it's changed the culture around here as we've got another short kickoff, but that comes right downfield to. That was Cavalich that fielded that one about the 30-yard line. But, again, he's changed the culture around. He's got the kids believing. They're starting to work on the weight program in the uh, the offseason as it was tough uh, this season for every football team in the uh, state of Nebraska for that uh, across the country. But, again, this is uh, still a load of talent. They've got a lot of youth on this team. Watch York in the next couple of years. But Hastings will get good field position. They'll start at their own 40 one yard line, but they trail seven to three here with 10:50 left to go in the second quarter. And don't forget, this is a, a program that won the state championship just three years ago. There's a running play here into uh, Sully as he sweeps it left side, 45. He's out to the 49 to the 50 yard line, where he's uh, brought down there by the uh, York defense. Chase Cotton, the inside linebacker there for York, to bring him down. That was a pickup of about nine yards in a play. We'll call it second down and a yard. He sings with the ball on their own 49. You know, and you talk about that state championship, a lot of these kids that are on the field were very, very young, but they still had that winning taste. They were still involved in it, whether it was carrying water bottles around or, or towels, but they uh, they know what it's like to win a state championship. Here's a Sullivan at the 50, Sullivan across the 45, Sullivan to the 43-yard line and picks up a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So a couple of running plays, one to the left side, one to the right side. He sings with a first down. Abu the ball now into York territory down here at the 42. Tigers are trailing in the football game. It is 7-3 to three to York. Hastings working left to right here in the second quarter of play. Tigers have moved the ball now into Duke territory. Two wide receivers split to the left side, two wide receivers to the right. They fake the ball. Here's a pass. He's going to throw out here. It's going to be caught there by, uh, looks like Sullivan has got the ball across the 40 to the 35, down to about the 33-yard line. So they spread the field again just to toss it out here. Over in the flat, uh, the flat on the far side, they get the ball to Sully, and Sully picks up the first down and more 
as he brings the ball down to the 33 of York, first and 10 for the Tigers. First down, number six for Hastings High, and hey, it's the uh, tougher to $2 stake Trevor Sullivan show here. Two carries, back-to-back eight-yard gains. That one there just swung it out to him on the far side of the field, takes it 10 yards downfield. So now they've got the football at the York 32-yard line. Good drive here by Hastings. And he's going to get another call. He'll run this one across the 30 to the 28-yard line. So, again, the Tigers are moving the ball up and down the field, Jimmy. They had one drive that was stalled. They had to settle for a field goal in the first quarter. Then later in the first quarter, they had a nice drive going, and they comped up the football. Tigers have got it back now. They're inside York Territories. They've got the ball at the Duke 29-yard line. Tigers trailing in the ball game on a score of 7-3. to three. Second down here is seven yards to go for the 29 of York. Three wide receivers in a triangle again. Out here to the right side, they keep the ball on the ground. Sully moves it across the 25 to the 24-yard line. Or Hastings, I'll be looking at third down and short. Well, you talk about Sullivan. He's got a lot of experience back there. He was the one that uh, filled the void when Widener went uh, out with that uh, uh, COVID in, uh, issue, uh, having to isolate uh, at home. So he was out for a few weeks, but Sullivan did a nice job filling in Sully on the year with 169 yards. But we're going to give him another nice gain of about uh, six yards on that play there. Up third and about two yards to go. The ball at the 23-yard line. All right, the Tigers with eight and a half minutes to go here in the second quarter. Here's a Cynic with the ball. Cynic is under pressure. Cynic is going to be hit, and Cynic is down. He goes back here at the 27, but a penalty flag goes down. Let's see if York maybe grabbed his face mask. He is uh, down in the play. Had plenty of time to get rid of the football, Jimmy, but that was a good coverage by the York defensive secondary, locking up those wide receivers. I was going to say, that's just a coverage sack there. There's the call, personal foul. I thought I seen a hand up around Cynic's headgear, and that'll be the KC official right there showing the, the young man what he did wrong. That was uh, number 44, Wyatt Collingham. Uh, that uh, was guilty of that. So the Tigers are going to pick up a fresh set of downs. That'll be first down number seven via the way of penalty, and they will march it all the way down to, what, inside the inside the 15-yard line. What, 14? We'll give them the 14-yard line. Yeah, right. first and 10. First and 10 for Hastings High at the 14 of York here in the second quarter. Duke's out on top of Hastings by the score of 7-3. to three. Hastings with three wide receivers again, split out to the right side. Sully gets the call. Sullivan moves the ball, angles it across the 10, down to about the 8-yard line where he is brought down on the play. So a pickup of about 6 yards on the play. Trevor Sullivan getting a bulk of the carries here in this second quarter. It's second down now and about 4 yards to go. The ball is sitting down here at the 14-yard line of York. So easy. You can figure this one up. Five carries, 30 yards, all on this drive by Trevor Sullivan. We'll give him seven. Going to bring up, oh, now they move the the down marker back one yard. So we'll give him a pickup of six. Second down and four here for the Tigers. They've got it at the Dukes' eight-yard line. All right, Sinek is uh, backing away as he looks to the far sideline now. Might be changing the play here at the line of scrimmage, and now we've got a timeout called. Either that or they had a bunch of confusion out there. We've got a timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body. They're at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll take a break. 7-16 to play second quarter. York 7, Hastings 3. 
Gary Michaels Clothiers would like to say thank you to all loyal customers during the 38th anniversary celebration. Your support means so much. During October, purchase any suit or sport coat and pant, receive a free shirt and tie, $100 value. Great selection in fits and fabrics. Check out the amazing colors in men's and ladies' fall sportswear arriving daily. Coats, sweaters, vests, and shirts all now 20% off. And all Husker wear, 25% off. Stop in and help Gary Michaels celebrate 38 years in business, downtown Hastings and Carney. 12:30 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in York tonight. Tell you what, this is probably the, the best music that we've <laughs> we've had anywhere, isn't it? Tell you what, in between uh in between commercials and uh yeah, timeouts, George Thorogood, bad to the bone. Tigers back out on the field here. Second down and four ball at the eight-yard line. Great opportunity for the Tigers. All right, three wide receivers to the right. Sinek is going to run the ball. Sinek gets the ball to the line of scrimmage and uh, maybe springs forward for a yard, but that is it. Hastings High will be looking at third down here. So the Tigers were down here in the first quarter and couldn't finish off the drive. Had to settle for a field goal. And now we're looking at third down here. Third down at about... Three yards to go. The ball is sitting at the seven-yard line of York. Two wide receivers out to the left side. Cavillage is out to the right side with Nowert. Now Sinek fumbles the football. He picks it up. He throws the ball into the end zone. It's going to be incomplete. Sinek was away from center that time. The snap comes back, and he had it just drop out of his hands. He picks it up off of the turf and then throws the ball into the end zone. It was incomplete. Now the Tigers will be looking at fourth down here. Fourth down and three at the York seven-yard line. Boy, yeah, the Tigers just uh, all out of sorts right now in this football game. And again, Sinek drops that football. It throws timing off. Uh, the, the routes and everything, it throws it off. He had to try to force one in to Cavillage in the end zone. And now the Tigers are going to go for it here on fourth down. All right, fourth down and three yards to go. Sinek stands in the pocket. He's got time. Sinek throws the ball. It's going to be caught for the touchdown. Caught for the touchdown. That's going to go to uh, Nowert as he gets the, what, about a seven-yard touchdown pass from uh, Jared Sinek, and the Tigers go out on top now with a score of 9-7. to seven. For Sinek, that is touchdown number 19. For Nowert, that is touchdown number two on the season, and the Tigers all good there on fourth down call. They're able to get it in. A little frustration set up over here to the right, the uh, Tiger coaches. But uh, the Tigers do get it downfield and get it in. They go ahead in this football game, 9-7. to seven. Minkie's in for the PAT. All right, so the Tigers reclaim the lead here. High snap. Senate gets the ball down, and here's the boot by uh, Minkie. It's going to be through the pipes. It is good. So Hastings High converts on a 30-yard field goal, and now they get an 8-yard touchdown pass from Senek. To Austin Nowert, and the Tigers have got the lead. We'll take a break with six minutes and 36 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Hastings High 10, York 7. Lutz is proud to support Hastings High School Athletics. Lutz is an integrated business solutions firm born and raised in Nebraska with offices in Hastings, Grand Island, Lincoln, and Omaha that provides expert accounting, consulting, financial, technology, M&A, and recruiting services. For businesses or individuals seeking a partner to help energize and heighten financial and organizational success, visit Lutz.us or call today at 866-577-0780. KHAS. Welcome back to the Husker Power Products broadcast booth powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings and Sutton. Nice drive there. Nine plays, 59 yards for the Tigers. 
They get the eight-yard touchdown pass from sending to Austin Nauert. The PAT is good, and he sings high after trailing in the first half, now with a 10-7 lead. Make you into the game here to get this uh, football in the air. Nice high kick to the near side. Going to come down to a man at about the 10. Back quickly to the 15, 20, look out, 25, 30, down the sideline, 40, 45, 50, 45 of Hastings and brought down at the 40-yard line. A nice return there by the uh, York Dukes. And uh, bringing the ball back that time was uh, Wyatt Collingham. Collingham, the uh, senior running back there for the Dukes, slipped a couple of tackles down here. And then he had a lot of green, green grass here on the near sideline. Brings the ball into Tiger territory. They'll put it down to 40. 50 on the return by Collingham. And it was Minky. He was the last hope for the Tigers. He was able to bring him down that right in front of uh, Glenn Snodgrass and the York Dukes. This is the fourth drive for York here that has a second drive out of four that has started in Tiger territory. It's at the 40. All right, Irwin is up under center. He's going to toss the ball across the 40 now to about the... 38-yard line, so a two-yard pickup there. And running the football there is going to be uh, Ty Bartholomew. He's into the ball game now. Six-foot, 185-pound senior running back. A pickup of two, second down, and eight yards to go. So the Tigers leading now by three points at 10-7, to seven, but York has got the ball in Tiger territory down here at the 38. Wide receivers left and right. Irwin has got the ball. Irwin at the 35 to the 34-yard line. Blake Davis into the stop there for Hastings High in defense. That's going to be York looking at a third down situation. Third down and five yards to go. Clock running at the 540 mark. We mentioned Davis in the pregame show, the leading tackler on the Tiger squad. But, boy, he's got such a nose for the uh, the football. That one there was able to sniff things out as uh, Irwin took it off left side. Man, that Irwin has got some quick feet. He can make a, a cut very, very quickly and get it downfield. But uh, Davis brings him down. Three-yard gain, third and five. Here's Irwin again. He's got the ball, runs it right side. Irwin is hitting down. He goes short of the first down. He got into about the uh, 34, a pickup of only about a yard in the play. And now York could be looking at fourth down. Fourth down and about four yards to go from the Hastings High 34-yard line. Ball is on the far side hash. Just by the five-minute mark now here in the second quarter. The Dukes are trailing in the ball game by a score of 10-7. to Seems Zade Widener go off under his own power, but uh, in a lot of pain. He got rolled up on, on that tackle. was kind of in the uh, middle of that, and uh, we'll keep an eye on him. So he's off the field for this play, and York looks at a fourth and four. Four, uh, excuse me. Irwin has got the ball. He backs up. He throws the ball. Man is wide open. Oh, he drops the ball. He was wide open at the 15-yard line, and he drops the ball on fourth down and four. That was six points right there. That was Jet Samuelson that was in the game for Whitener. They went and picked on him right away out of the chute, and he run right by Samuelson. And I can't believe he dropped that. That'll be, a, that'll be one of those. They'll be giving him some flack on game film tomorrow, but he should have caught that. That was six points. He was right by Samuelson. Nobody around for Hastings. But fortunately, it falls incomplete. Tigers take over. I think that was Bartholomew that had it uh, fall out of his hands down there inside the 15-yard line. So Hastings will get the ball. And this is going to be a Sullivan carrying the ball. And there's a flag from about 30 yards downfield. As that one flies into the uh, stack of humanity down here at about the 38-yard line. We'll check out the penalty flag. Came from the back judge. Had one yep. of those high-flying uh 
long flying, long throw, long throws, long throw. Your 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 boy instructed us on that. I believe that was draft night we were talking about that he says you can purchase different flags. I didn't know there was such a thing. I thought it was filled with BBs or beans or whatever, but he said there's different flags you can get. There's the indication going to be a penalty against Hastings. That's going to be the third one here tonight. But, yeah, a long throw. That was certainly that, a long throw because it came from the back judge about 30 yards. That's what I told I told your boy. I said, just stand back there since you got a long throw. Don't move much. Just stand back there and start chucking the flags. That one there uh, going to be a big penalty on uh, the Tigers. They're going to bring it all the way back inside the 30. Actually, the 25-yard line going to spot it down 24. All right, so a penalty here on Hastings High. First down and 20 now for the Tigers. 4.28 to play here in the first half. A competitive game, 10-7 to 7 is the score. Irwin wants to throw, rather, a Sinek wants to throw. Sinek rolls right side. He throws it. It's going to be caught here, but a short pickup up to about the 38. They get the ball there to a Shoemaker. He hauls it in, and he's run out of bounds here into the York bench. So a pickup actually of about 15 yards in the play. But he seems was penalized 10 on the preceding play. It is now second down for the Tigers. Second down and about six yards to go. They'll mark the football here at the 38. I was going to say somewhere on the field ought to be Carson Shoemaker. When you're running for your life, he's going to most of the time outrun his defender, which he did there, picked up a nice game. 60 yards on four catches. Here's uh, Sullivan with the ball. Sullivan is at the 40-yard line. Sully brings it out here to the 44. And that's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So he picks up that first down by about a half a yard. Good job by uh, Trevor Sullivan, who's got most of the carries here in the second half of the Hastings High ground game. We're approaching four minutes to play here in the second quarter. Hastings High has got a lead over York. The score is 10-7. to Tigers quickly up to the line of scrimmage now. Three wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation. One wide receiver to the right. Man comes in motion now, and they're going to hand the ball away to him. He's at the 45, and he is tripped up here as he brings the ball to the 47-yard line. That was a uh, a wide receiver reverse as they get the ball to Austin Nauert as he carries the ball, and he is tripped up. They're going to give him three yards in the play. Second down, seven yards to go. Line of scrimmage is the 47-yard line of Hastings. Down to three minutes and 26 seconds to play here in quarter number two. Hastings high leading by the score of 10 to 7. Trips set out wide to the left side now for Sinek. He backs up. He's under pressure. He slips away. Sinek has still got the ball across the 50. Sinek has got it at the 45-yard line of York, and he is brought down at the 43. The Dukes had him dead in the water, Jimmy, but uh, Jared Sinek, he slips away from the pressure and uh, picks up something out of nothing there. Picks up the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as he moves the ball down to the 44-yard line of York. That was all Jared Sinek. He was brought down three times on that play, once in the pocket and twice more downfield before he was able to pick up eight yards on that gain, 21 yards on five carries now for Sinek. He gets it into Duke territory, but a great job of fighting through would-be tacklers. Here's a Sinek. He sprints out left side. Here comes more pressure. He throws the ball. He's got a man out there and overthrows him. Down here inside the 15-yard line. And there was a Cavillage out there on the pattern there for Hastings High. And we've got another penalty flag here right in the center of the field. Penalty flag down. It's going to be an illegal man downfield for the Tigers. So Hastings High has been hit with some penalties. That's number four for Hastings here in this first half. 
That was an incomplete pass, but it's going to cost him some yardage here. Illegal man downfield. There's the indication against Hastings High. They will mark off the penalty yards and now bring the ball back here to about the 49-yard line. High school football tonight here on 1230 KHAS Hastings and also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com and at HastingsLink.com. We're in York tonight with the Tigers ranked number one in Class B having a tussle here in the first half, 10-7. to seven. Tigers with a lead. Three wide receivers to the left. Sinek wants to throw. Sinek cranks it up. He's got a man out there. It is caught and then dropped by Shoemaker down here at the 10-yard line. That was as bad as we saw on the other end, Jimmy. That was six points right there. Yeah, little shoe just run a, a pattern down the middle of the field right between the hash marks. He drew double coverage, but he was fast enough to break away from him. And Sinek, right before he was crushed at about the 45-yard line, threw an ex- a perfect strike. And, oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was that was probably worse than what the one was from York. That was six points. Nobody was going to catch little shoe on that. So now Hastings looks at his second down and 15 yards. But, wow, Sinek took a big, big shot back in the pocket. All right, so Hastings looking at second down, 15. Sinek has got the ball. Sinek rolls left. They're going to fire the ball. That one is delivered low. And, again, he takes a hit. I tell you, they're roughing Sinek up back there. A lot of pressure coming from the York defense. And he is frustrated. Don't think I've seen that all season long on Senek. They're getting a lot of pressure on him, and uh, they've hit him back-to-back plays. Now he'll trot back in after he talks to Charlie Shoemaker and gets the play call here on a third and 15. 221 left to go here till halftime. Tigers still lead 10-7, but it hadn't been pretty. Yeah, now the York fans are going to come alive here. They keep a team two and three in the ball game. You're going to face some problems here. Third down and 15 yards to go from the 49-yard line of York. Sinek wants to throw. He throws the ball. And that one's going to be caught by Cavillage at the 10-5 touchdown. A 49-yard touchdown pass from Jared Sinek to Braden Cavillage. And the Tigers go out on top 16-7. Cavillage's seventh touchdown on the season. And that was a beautiful strike. Much better job by the offensive line building a nice pocket around Sinek. And he delivered that perfectly downfield that's the same pattern they sent little shoe on earlier the the one that he dropped but uh Cavillage makes the reception in stride now Mickey will come in for the PAT and the Tigers got a little breathing room now to 16-7 lead PAT pending second touchdown pass of the night for Jared Sinek the 20th one that he has thrown so far this year Braden Cavillage catches his seventh touchdown reception of the year there's the uh, PAT, and it's up there, and the PAT is going to be good. So he's seeing high strikes here after their offense has really uh, struggled a little bit here in the first half with the Tigers now have the lead. We've got two minutes and 13 seconds to play here in the second quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 17, York 3. In this business, the time that counts is right now. And through it all, Nutrien Ag Solutions delivers agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Put time on your side. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. Twelve thirty KHAS. Back in York High School football coverage tonight on 1230 KHAS. Acing side now out on top 17 to 7 here in the ballgame. 
A strike there on a 49-yard touchdown pass from Jared Sinning to Braden Cavillage. Caps off a seven-play, 61-yard drive for the Tigers. And now uh, Mickey will uh, kick off here for Hastings High. 177 yards unofficially for the Tigers here in this football game as Mickey trots up, gets into the football, kind of a short kick on the far side of the field. It'll take a hop to a man at the 15. They bring it up the far sideline across the 20 out to about the 23-yard line, and that's where that's where the York Dukes will start. We'll see what they want to do here with two minutes and nine seconds to play here in the second quarter. You know, you see Minky kick that uh, ball off short. York kicked it off short to Hastings, and I even watched a college game over the weekend, and uh, there's a lot of teams going to that. You create a lot of space out there with your with your formations, and uh, coaches are starting to watch that. If you've got a good kicker that can uh, kind of place it right in that open hole, you've got a great opportunity to come up with a turnover, but York's got it, and it's uh, they'll take over at the 24. Here's uh, Irwin, quarterback keeper, 25. Irwin at the uh, 30-yard line, and he's brought down there. Balls forward to about the 32. Gareth Jones over here. On the stop for Hastings High, Jones, the cornerback, the five foot ten, one hundred seventy five pound senior. But that was a pickup of about seven yards on the play. We're going second down, three yards to go, down to a minute and forty seven seconds to play here in the second quarter. York checking their play wristbands up there. They'll call the play here at the line of scrimmage. Two wide receivers each way now for Jake Irwin. He's got the ball. He rolls right, cocks the arm. He throws the ball down the right sideline. And that one is going to be incomplete. Blake Davis came coming from some backside pressure there for a Hastings High nearly got to the quarterback, Jake Irwin. That pass was delivered long and off of the uh, target there. Incomplete passes, third down. Dreer running sly, uh, uh, stride for stride with the uh, intended receiver on the far sidelines. Did a great job getting up there and uh, knocking the football down. Again, the uh, quarterback, Irwin, with a lot of pressure. Both quarterbacks have been kind of beat around here in this first half. But... Uh, Jared Sinek is coming out on top here. So far, 127 left to go here in the uh, half. It's 17-7, Tigers. Irwin is going to toss the ball here across the 30, out to about the 35-yard line. If they give him that spot there, that should be enough for a first down. He's tossed the ball here to Wyatt Collingham. He gets the ball to the 36. That's enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So they keep the drive alive here in this second quarter. But time running out here on the York Dukes. Clock is running now at the 120 mark of the second quarter. Irwin's with wide receivers left and right here. Irwin has got the ball. Irwin backs up. He uh, tosses one here to the uh, 40-yard line. It's going to be grabbed, but immediately a tackle is made in there by Zade Widener of Hastings. They got the ball completed there to uh, Dalton Snodgrass. Snodgrass, a uh, sophomore tight end there for the Dukes. He gets the uh, reception. It's a pickup of about four yards. Second down, six yards to go. Line of scrimmage is the 39 of York. Here's a Irwin. He wants to throw the ball. That's way overthrown, nearly intercepted. Almost intercepted there by the Tigers. The ball grossly overthrown. Jones was back there in coverage. They were trying to get the ball to their big old six-foot-five-inch uh, target there, Chase Collingham. He is a big old brute. Chase Collingham, 6'5", 205-pound senior. They love getting the ball to him. That time it was just overthrown in the center part of the field, and it's now third down. Well, you've got so many opportunities to uh, get him to complete one. He's uh, got that big frame, long arms, and can jump pretty good. 
But again, I uh, really like the throwing motion of Irwin. He's uh, very poised back there. That one there just a little bit overthrown. So it'll bring up a third down and seven here at the 39-yard line. We're under a minute till half. Man goes in motion. Here's Irwin. The blitz is coming. Hastings Eye intercepts the ball. The Tigers intercept the ball at the 20, 15, 10, 5 touchdown. A lot of pressure by Hastings High. They got to the quarterback, Irwin. I think somebody hit his arm, Jimmy, and that ball comes down. Landon Jacobitz, he grabs it out of the air and races it toward the goal line into the end zone for a touchdown, a defensive pick six by Hastings High. 31 yards on the pick six, and, yeah, a lot of pressure coming right up the middle, and they got into Irwin's face, and he just made a mistake trying to get the uh, football, trying to just throw it away, and – Hastings high there defensively. Big, big momentum change here going into the halftime. Mark Tigers have tacked on two touchdowns in very short time here. So Minky's into the game with 34 seconds left to go in the half. It's now 23-7, to and here comes the kick. PAT is up there. The PAT slices through the uprights. It is good. So Hastings high striking twice here late in the second quarter. 34 seconds to play in the second period. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 24, York 7. You're listening to High School Football tonight on 1230 KHAS. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Hi, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here. So the Tigers, they score two touchdowns in a matter of about 90 seconds here in the ball game. A pick six Landon Jacobus for Hastings High. Yeah, and credit Isaiah Henry, who is the guy who applied the pressure, maybe got a a piece of the ball or maybe a piece of the arm from Jake Irwin after he releases the ball. But that baby came right down in the hands of Landon Jacobus, and he knew what to do. The big old guy, he just uh, rumbles his way toward the uh, goal line and gets into the end zone. Big, big defensive play by the Hastings High Tigers. Only thing those linebackers know how to do when you got a football in your hand, you don't see it a lot, run. And run the other way, and that's what he did. He did a great job, took it in uncontested. And, boy, you want to talk about taking the momentum and the life out of a football team. York has played pretty good in this first half. They've been able to hold right in there shot for shot with these uh, Hastings High Tigers. But, boy, just that quickly now we look up. It's 24-7. to York had the lead in this football game in the early stages of the uh, first quarter, but uh, Hastings has really come on. And uh, that kick, by the way, by Minky was a pull hook. Out of bounds, and now they're going to get somebody across the line early. Now he's going the wrong. <laughs> he's, uh, his penalty's on Hastings, and he was marching it off against York. So now he's, he's got to turn around. He's got it right now. They mark it back at the 35-yard line, so they're going to have Menke re-kick this with 34 seconds left to go. All right, so the Tigers are on the top 24-7. to We'll check all the halftime numbers coming up to scoring. It gets you some scores from across the state of Nebraska. No Hastings College football uh, this week because of the COVID issue that the Broncos were facing this week. So normally we have a Tony Harper coming up at halftime. Not playing this week. Coach has got a well-deserved uh, 
unplanned weekend off. The kick is uh, going to be returned here out to about the 30-yard line. That's where York will start with 30 seconds to play. Yeah, we, we got word late this afternoon that Hastings College will be going back to their regular routine next week. That means they're going to have a face-to-face uh, learning going on. They had the campus uh, closed down again over the past week or so. They had the, the students with remote learning, but they're going to be back in the classrooms next week. And uh, athletic practices can start again on Monday, and we'll have Bronco uh, football coming up next Saturday at Midland as we get back into the routine of things after uh, a COVID uh, outbreak on the campus. So that's good news. Pick up a one yard on that last play. Brings the ball up to the uh, 28-yard line officially. They move from the 27 to the 28. Talked about this on the, the way over here tonight. I said, ironically enough, it it came against the two-time defending national champion in, in Morningside. I know I had a couple of people say, well, they probably did it on purpose. No, they didn't. They Unfortunately, you don't get very many opportunities to play against a number one rated team, let alone in the uh, nation. You want to see where you match up, and uh, you want to take that opportunity. But uh, unfortunately for the Broncos, they didn't. We understand it'll be later in the year, but we have come to halftime here in this football game with the Tigers leading 24-7. to All right, so a very well-played uh, first half of play. Again, the Tigers trail at 1.7-3, to but they come back with a couple of touchdown passes from Jerry Sinek. And a big uh, pick six on defense, and Hastings High has got the lead here at halftime. It's Hastings 24, York 7. You're listening to High School Football tonight on 1230 KHS. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B, and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buying has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority, but don't take our word for it, here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. September is National Preparedness Month, and Hastings Utilities is continuing to help your family stay prepared for all types of disasters. If appliances like a stove, furnace, or hot water heater are damaged in a tornado or other storm, deadly carbon monoxide may be released into the air. Evacuate as soon as possible and immediately call to have the natural gas supply turned off until repairs are made. Hastings Utilities a municipally owned utility serving the community of Hastings and the surrounding area with reliable, dependable utility service. The Halftime Show is brought to you by Russ's Market at 7th and Burlington in Hastings. Russ's Market is your one-stop shop. From a bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, remember Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters. All right, back here at halftime, the Hastings High Tigers out on top of York to score 24 to 7 here at the break. As Hastings High has got the lead after the Tigers trailed 
seven to three. They got a couple of touchdown passes from Jared Sinek, who's been uh, kind of bounced around a little bit in the football game here tonight, and a big defensive score. And Hastings High has kind of seized control of the uh, football game tonight, twenty-four to seven. Hastings with the lead. Well, we seen it last week in uh, Lloyd Wilson Field, Hastings High and Seward. They got out to a sluggish start and were able to come back in that game and win very handily. But uh, it's just a case that you can never you can never give up on on any situation, any game out there. And, uh, uh, you know, Hastings uh, being in uh, kind of unfamiliar territory, being ranked number one in Class B. They're the only undefeated team in Class B. So uh, they've, they've got that on the line. Some tough games coming up uh, with Aurora and Northwest. So you got to definitely take care of business. But you, you want to try to polish things up and, and fine-tune things as you get later on in the year. And uh, this was uh, another sluggish start here tonight for uh, Hastings in the uh, the first quarter of action. We look at uh, their rushing numbers in that first quarter, just 23 yards. I said it uh, towards the start of the broadcast, is is one thing, you know, Hastings is ranked number one. There are some tough cookies up there. Scott is up there. I think Bennington's up there. There are some, some really good football teams. But in order for Hastings to really advance and be in that uh, conversation of uh, making a trip to, down to Lincoln, they're going to have to figure out a way to run the football. They've uh, done a pretty good job on that offensive front this season, protecting Cynic. although tonight York has been able to run some stunts and some different variations on defense, and they've been in there, and they've uh, they've kind of pounded Cynic probably more so than we've seen all year long. So they're going to have to work on uh, some of their skill sets. Again, uh, Max uh, Johnson is not uh, in uniform here tonight. He's a big uh, clog in that uh, offensive line, but it's going to all start – right there and uh, with him getting bounced around but uh, still really uh, they're going to have to figure out a way to run the football because you're going to get against much uh, tougher secondary faster guys that can match up very well with your receivers that that we have out on the field and it's going to make it very very tough and uh, you know the Tigers only with uh, 72 yards on the ground here in the first half of action so going to have to get a little bit better there but uh, the defense came through Got a quick score, what would you say, 90 seconds after they had thrown the uh, 49-yarder to Cavillage. So the defense comes through again. They make a uh, pick six on the uh, the quarterback for uh, for York, Jake Irwin. All right, 24 to 7 is the score. Hastings High has got the lead here in high school football. Hastings got on the scoreboard first on a 30-yard field goal from Briar Minky. Hastings was driving the ball downfield, and then it kind of stalled out there in the red zone, and Hastings... Had to go for the field goal. 30-yarder from a Briar Minky. Camped off a nine-play, 39-yard drive. Hastings grabs the lead three to nothing. Then following a Zade Widener fumble, it was York setting up shop at the Hastings high 36. And the Dukes, they go eight plays and 36 yards. They get a 16-yard run from Jake Irwin. Point after touchdown was good. And the Dukes had the lead over Hastings High. The score was 7-3. to three. But then the Tigers come back. They get on the board at the 6:36 mark. They get a 8-yard touchdown pass from Jarrett Sinek to Austin Nowert. The PAT was good. That capped off a 9-play, 59-yard drive. Hastings reclaimed the lead at 10-7. Tigers score again, capping off a 7-play, 61-yard drive. This time, Jarrett Sinek throws a 49-yard touchdown pass to Braden Cavillage. Again, Minky adds the PAT. And with two minutes and 13 seconds to play, 
in the first half. Hastings had a 17-7 lead. And the Tigers scoring on defense with 34 seconds to play in the first half. Landon Jacobitz picks off a tip ball and races back the other way, 35 yards for the score. Point after touchdown was good. And that's the way we stand here, 24-7. Hastings High Tigers have the lead over the York Dukes. You're listening to the Russ's Market Halftime Show here tonight. We'll take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back get you some halftime stats as we continue on 1230 KHAS. Hats Auto Repair and Towing in Hastings is still open and ready to serve you with all services and new added services. Hats Auto is abiding by all CDC guidelines and can still pick up and deliver your vehicle. And if you need your gas tank filled, groceries delivered, or a pharmacy prescription picked up, Pats will also do that for no added fee when returning your vehicle. For more info on any of these services or to schedule a vehicle service, call Pats Auto today at 402-463-9607. That's 463 463- 9607. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every Thursday and Friday to enjoy great food specials at competitive prices. Remember, Thursday night is pizza night, so stop by and enjoy a slice or call it in to go. Rivals is cooking for your team. Stop in before or after the game and enjoy your favorite Rivals pizza. Rivals Bar and Grill, open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings on Osborne Drive East. Best of luck, teams. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here in York. Hastings High has got the lead over the York Dukes at the break, 24-7. Hastings High with a lead here on 1230 KHIS. Get you some halftime numbers brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. They're located at 1021 West 14th Street, right across from Hastings Senior High School. For the York Dukes in that first half, of action again they were in this ball game until the latter stages of this second quarter and uh, things kind of got away from Glenn Snodgrass's Dukes but total yardage 98 yards for the Dukes in the first half they had 48 yards on 13 carries and they threw for 50 yards on 5 of 10 passing that's their quarterback Jake Irwin so 98 yards of total offense. Irwin, by the way, he's got credited for that one interception, and that was just a, a tremendous defensive play. The blitz was on. They got in the face of Irwin, and uh, then it was all she wrote from there. Pick six for the Tiger defense. 23 offensive plays for York in that first half. Uh, their leading ball carrier was the quarterback, Jake Irwin. He had seven carries, 26 yards, and he had one touchdown. That came in the first quarter from 16 yards out. First downs for five for the uh, Dukes, and they were penalized two times in that first half. We look on the side of Hastings High in the uh, in the first half. This is kind of a broken record each and every game we do. It's usually uh, a lot of off the arm of Jared Sinek, and it uh, was here in the first half. Sinek's numbers, 8 of 14 passing, 105 yards. Sinek with two touchdowns. In the half, they came from 8 yards and 49 yards out. I'll give you those receivers here in just a few moments. The Tiger rushing attack, 16 carries and 72 yards. It's primarily consisted of Sullivan, Sinek, and Widener on the uh, carrying here tonight. So 72 yards on the ground, 105. That gets you 177 of total offense in the first half. The Tigers with 30 offensive plays here in the half. They were... Hit with four penalties in the first half. We see the Tigers with also nine first downs unofficially in the first half. Individual leaders, 
Jared Sinek, five carries, 21 yards. Trevor Sullivan, seven carries and 36 yards. Sully had a, a nice burst there in the second quarter. He got the first five carries on the opening drive and uh, put up 29 yards on those six carries. So a nice uh, output for Sully. And Zade Widener, two carries, 10 yards. Unfortunately, Zade dropped another one down to the turf here this evening. Grandpa is not going to be happy. I seen Grandpa this afternoon and. We talked a little bit about that. I'm sure that he'll have a visit with Zade after this football game. But again, wider, just two carries and 10 yards. Your leading receiver is a no surprise here. Carson Shoemaker with a, uh, a good half of football, four catches and 60 yards. Your touchdown receptions are made by Braden Cavledge. That coming from 49 yards. That's his lone catch of the half. And the other touchdown was Austin Nauert. That is his lone catch of the half from eight yards out. The other receiving uh, Guys of interest is Trevor Sullivan, one catch and 10 yards, and Gareth Jones has one catch for nine. That rounds out the 105 yards for Jared Sinek. Sinek, by the way, 20 touchdowns to just three interceptions on the season. And if you're looking at numbers, 13, 70 total yardage on this football season. So Sinek with a, uh, a very nice season shaping up here. Just glad we got football. Heard uh, on the way uh, back from work today, uh, the uh, Doug had on there. Boy, there was like eight or ten different teams around the state, not real close to us, but uh, still they're involved in this uh, this COVID deal. It's out there, and it's uh, it's uh, raising cane with a lot of squads. You just hold your breath each and every week because the Tigers are getting down to uh, the last two games. Boy, you, you just don't want something foolish to, to come out of this uh, season that has been a history maker so far. We'll get you a scoreboard update here in halftime. Brought to you by Furniture and Mattress Direct. We deliver the score. Furniture and Mattress Direct delivers to your door. Get free local delivery, setup, and removal on any Beautyrest mattress purchase. Get more than what you expect when you shop Furniture and Mattress Direct. Just south of the Sonic and Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. So around the state here today in... High school football, you've got a halftime score. Columbus and Carney are playing tonight. Carney has got the lead over Columbus to score 20-7 to at the break. Also at halftime, Grand Island is leading Papillion La Vista South. They're scoring 14-7. to Some Class B games, Aurora 21, McCook 7. Gearing is trailing Lexington in the second quarter, 7-6. Grand Island Northwest and Seward tied up at 10 points apiece at halftime. Hastings with a lead here over York, 24-7. Class C1, Central City has got the lead over Adams Central. They're at halftime. Central City, 8. Adams Central, 7. Arnie Catholic has got a lead over Broken Bow, 24-14. It is Gothenburg, 14. Mitchell, nothing at halftime. Minden has got an 18-0 lead over Holdridge in halftime. Second quarter, St. Paul 30, Wood River Shelton nothing. Last C2, David City and Centura. They're scoreless in the first quarter. No score in yet. And facing St. Cecilia, Donovan Trumbull. Ward is leading Grand Island Central Catholic 45-0 at halftime. Sandy Creek and Sutton was postponed or canceled because of some COVID issues. Last D1, it was Amherst with a lead over Exeter Milligan Friend. They're at halftime, 42-12. And Selma Myrna 
has a slight lead over Ravenna, 18-16 at halftime. Last D2 games, you've got Bruning Davenport Shickley leading Kennesaw at halftime. That's a battle of two undefeated teams. 20-15 is the score. BDS with the advantage. Giltner and Lawrence Nelson tied up at 20 points apiece. Loomis leading Axtell at halftime, 18 to nothing. This afternoon, Overton beat Maywood Hayes Center, 29 to eight. Class, well, the six-man ranks here today. Sumner Eddieville Miller with a win over Wallace, 33 to 28. You've got Hampton, 31. Heartland Lutheran, six. That's in the second quarter. And a first quarter score, uh, nothing yet, uh, yet on the Red Cloud and Wilcox Childress. Again, here at halftime, the Hastings High Tigers with the lead over the York Dukes. The score is Hastings High 24 and York 7. That's the halftime show. Stick around. We've got the third quarter coming up next on 1230 KHS. Hi, it's Maggie and Jameson with Vaughn's Printing Company. And my family has been printing for the Hastings area since 1927. We are excited to continue serving our hometown for years to come. Vons can handle any of your personal or professional printing needs. Like business cards, brochures, posters, programs, and much more. Contact us to start your order today or visit us at vonsprinters.com. From us at Vons to you, thank you for supporting our family printing company. The Halftime Show has been brought to you by Russ's Market at 7th and Burlington in Hastings. Russ's Market, because quality matters. Stay tuned. The second half the official vaccination season for flu vaccine. Flu vaccine, as well as shingles, pneumonia, tetanus, and diphtheria vaccines are all available. We can go to work sites. You can come into the store. Our downtown store has a vaccination day on Thursdays. Our 14th Street store is every day of the week. Give us a call at Burt's on 14th Street, 462-4466. Burt's downtown, 700 West 2nd, 462-4343. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here in York High School football coverage tonight on 1230 KHAS and also online, HastingsLink.com and at FlatRiverPreps.com. Hastings trailed 7-3. to three. However, the Tigers now out on top by a score of 24-7. to seven. Here in this one, scoring two touchdowns in a matter of about 90 seconds there at the end of the second quarter. Hastings High will kick off to begin this is second half of play. So it'll be... York getting the ball. The Dukes won the toss. Deferred to the second half, so the Dukes will get the ball to begin the second half. They'll move from our right to our left. Tell you what, whoever is at the switchboard running the music, they could, if they, if they don't already have a job DJing wedding dances or whatnot, <laughs> they could get her done. Cotton Eye Joe there right before half. There's a short pooch from Mickey down the far side. Ball is loose. It's on the far sideline. It's going to go out of bounds. 
Bartholomew just watched it go over the sideline, so it goes out of bounds, and it's going to be either be a re-kick here from Minky, or York will uh, elect to take the ball back up field here. It looks like a re-kick here from Braden Minky. 24-7 to score. Hastings High with the lead. Interesting ball game going on up in Central City tonight. I thought the Patriots would be tested, and they are. Central City has got an 8-7 lead over Adams Central. Patriots are undefeated on the season at 5-0. Troy Hubert, he's uh, got a little magic going up there. The old Hastings College quarterback, one of the many past Hastings College quarterbacks that are in uh, in coaching, but uh, he's got a, a dandy system up there. It's kind of like a Mike Leach offense. I think they throw it almost every play, don't they? They spread, spread them out all over the, the field, so uh, Sean Mulligan's squad having a a tough time uh, with that as they trail 8-7. to seven. Now Mankey will be into it. Still kicks it short downfield. It's going to be uh, fielded on the hop here at the uh, 20-yard line. Dances his way to the 25 down the sideline, 30-35-40. And he's run out of bounds at about the 42 or 43-yard line. That was Bartholomew bringing the ball back there for York. They nearly got loose in the far sideline. And took a much further downfield. The Hastings High knocks him out of bounds. So New York Dukes to come out here offensively in this third quarter. They're trailing in the ball game by a score of 24 to 7. They have played a, a pretty good football game, but you look up on the scoreboard and you're down by three scores. Yeah, seventh drive here for York will start at their own 40 yard line. You're exactly right. They have done everything they've really needed to to be in this football game, but yeah, just uh, some bad, uh, unfortunate situations. Here's Irwin, tosses the ball. That's going to be a short gain as they bring the ball to about the 42-yard line. Zade Widener is in on the stop there for Hastings High. That's going to be Bartholomew carrying the ball there for the York Dukes. Widener brings him down after a pickup of two yards in the play. Second down, eight yards to go. Just underway here in the second half tonight, 24-7. Number one ranked Hastings with the advantage over York. Two backs in the backfield now behind... Irwin, he's up under center. He sends a wide receiver out to the right side. Irwin fakes the ball. Here comes the pressure. Irwin is hit, and he's not brought down yet. Now he throws the ball. It's going to be picked up by Widener. Widener down the sideline. He's going to take it to the house for a touchdown. A pick six, the second pick six for the Hastings defense. That was Landon Jacobus that got in there. He had a hold of the legs of uh, Jake Irwin as he was fighting to try to get some additional yardage and get broke free. He just threw it, made another errant pass. And Johnny on the spot was Widener. He went out with uh, what appeared to be a, a leg injury early in this football game, but he's come back. And with his speed, he took her in uncontested. So two pick sixes by the Tiger defense, and they're starting to blow this thing open as Mickey is in for the PAT try. It'll be Cynic that will hold. We'll give him 37 yards on the interception return. The second pick six of the ball game by Hastings defense. There's the PAT. We have a penalty flag down. Penalty flag down here on the near sideline. 30-7 to seven is the score. Hastings high has uh, got the lead here in this one. If you look at my stat sheet, that's back-to-back pick sixes. It's been a while, but the uh, last two passes that the quarterback Irwin has thrown has uh, been to the guys in the white jerseys. And there's the indication they're going to be offsides. They'll decline, and they will they will re-kick this. I don't actually did they even get the kick off before that penalty was thrown? So he seems I will attempt the PAT following another defensive score. You like your defense to get points on the scoreboard. That's the second time tonight. They have danced their way into the end zone. 
So here's a Minky out there for the PAT. Senate gets the ball down. Here comes the kick. It's going to be up there. It's going to be good. PAT is good. So 11 minutes and six seconds to go here in the third quarter. Tigers have the, the advantage is now Hastings High 31, York 7. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. 1230 K-H-A-S. The Hastings High Tigers rolling to their sixth straight victory to begin the 2020 season. Hastings with the lead here over the York Dukes. The score is down 31-7. to Hastings beat this team a year ago 41 to nothing. Got a score in from Donovan tonight in the third quarter. Hastings St. Cecilia has got the lead over Donovan Trumbull. The score is 21-8. to Hastings St. Cecilia looking for their first win of the season of the Hawks. They have the lead over Donovan Trumbull 21 to 8 during the third quarter. Clan Head's first victory. Up at uh, Donovan tonight. There's a little pooch kick, and they're going to fall on that. It's going to be recovered by York. They're going to have the ball here at about the 27 yard line. So St. Cecilia with the lead in the third quarter. Adams Central is trailing Central City at halftime 8 to 7. Hastings High now leading 31 to 7. Last two touchdowns on pick six by the uh, Hastings High defense. 35-yard return by Landon Jacobitz and Zade Widener. He gets a pick there for Hastings High. That's his first interception of the season, and he returns it to the house. There's Irwin. He breaks into the open 40-45. He brings it up to the 46-yard line. Tackle is made there by Gareth Jones for Hastings. But a nice run there by the quarterback. On a keeper, Jake Irwin bruised the ball out here for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Brings it all the way out to the 46. Eight carries, 43 yards now for Irwin. And again, it doesn't take him long, and he's into the secondary. Again, he's a speedster. Good, good moves out there. Picks up 17 on that run. Here's Irwin again. He fakes the ball. He's going to run it himself again across the 45 to the 50. Inside Tiger territory down to about the 48-yard line. Jet Samuelson into the stop there. Or he sings high. These two head coaches, they have known each other for a long, long time. Uh, Glenn Snodgrass at York, Charlie Shoemaker for he sings, even back when they were coaching in the eight-man ranks. Yeah. Snodgrass was at Overton. Shoemaker was at Silver Lake. So they uh, they squared off a couple of times way back when in the eight-man ranks, and now uh, squaring off here tonight. Of course, in Class B, 11-man action. There's a toss. Into the open across the 40, near sideline, down to about the 36-yard line. Carrying the ball there was Wyatt Collingham. Collingham has run out of bounds here on the near side by Blake Davis. That was a nice run there by uh, Collingham, the senior running back. They're going to say he was out of bounds at the Hastings side, 36. York moving from our right to our left here in the third quarter of play. Hastings high has opened up a 31-7 lead over York. Down to 10 minutes to play. Here in the third quarter, wide receiver splits out to the right side. Backs are split behind the quarterback, Irwin. Tight end lined up to the left side of the formation. Irwin with the ball. 
Hands it away. Collingham hops inside at the 30. Collingham to the 25 and nearly broke loose for a touchdown. Bo Dreer will bring him down there for Hastings High. Just got a piece of him. If not, he'd still be running. Yeah, very nearly got past the uh, the last guy and Dreer that could stop him in that secondary. Just a quick blast. You watch uh, Irwin when he uh, he doesn't hand it off. It's kind of a quick pitch if you watch him the way he uh, does that. There's another little quick pitch, and he gets it to uh, Collingham. Collingham moves the ball across the 20 down to about the 19-yard line. Zade Wider under the stop for the Hastings high defense. Nine and a half to play here in the third quarter. Hastings high with a lead, 31-7. to If you're just joining us, at one point, York had a 7-3 lead over Hastings High early in the second quarter. Tigers have used a couple of defensive touchdowns to kind of stretch out the lead here in this ball game. There's an inside handoff, but breaking outside at the 10, down to the 5-yard line. Running the football there for the York Dukes was Marley Jensen. Marley Jensen picks up the Cruiser Park Pharmacy first down and more as Jensen moves the ball down to the 5-yard line. York is having a lot of success running the ball against the Hastings defense tonight. Well, they really are in their eighth drive of the evening. Everything has been on the ground here for 65 yards, and they've uh, had some big chunks of yardage there. That was a gain of 11. First to go for the Dukes, and now movement off the uh, left side. That's a left tackle. Got an early start, but again, 65 yards on six running plays for York here on this drive, and uh, this is the the Tiger front, uh, the starters out there. All right, so that's going to cost him five yards. He's going to bring the ball back to the 12-yard line. Four penalties for York here in the football game for Hastings. We see six penalties in the game, bringing back five yards, spotted at the 12, going to be first and goal from the 12-yard line. Clock moving in the third quarter at 840. All right, Irwin up under center now. He's going to toss the ball again, and he breaks through there across the 10, down to the 5, down to about the 4-yard line. Wyatt Collingham carrying the ball. You're right. He doesn't hand the ball off. It's just that little short toss. It's it's like a, a 12-inch toss. Yeah, I, I would think that that's uh, kind of dangerous, but you don't want to doubt a, a coach like Glenn Snodgrass, the way he runs his offense. It's been effective here on this drive, uh, setting up at the four-yard line. There's Irwin. He's going to hand the ball off again to Collingham. He drives the ball into the end zone for the touchdown. That was an impressive drive there. All on the ground by the York Dukes as they just pound the ball down the throats of the Hastings High defense. Collingham takes it in from four yards out. That's now a 31-13 ball game in favor of Hastings. I knew it was coming. I just couldn't get myself to turn and look, and I just about jumped out of the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just about did. Or something worse. Something else. We might need some paper up here. Eight plays, 77 yards, as Mike said, all on the ground. And, boy, you look at the chunks of yardage that they chewed up, 17-7. 12, 12, 6, 11, 8, and then a short four-yarder for the touchdown. Very impressive. They'll line up here to go for two. They trail 31-13 at 8-14 left to go here in the third quarter. But now we're going to have uh, the white cap call things off, and Glenn Snodgrass wants to talk things over. We got a timeout called here. We'll take a break. Brought to you by Hess Auto Body. They're at 208 West South Street in Hastings to get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. Take a break, 8-14 to play here in the third quarter. Hastings 31, York 13.
Sorry, we're just jamming out here. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, we're just jamming out here. We're getting jiggy with it. Yeah, we need to get Johnny Cash back on again. We can have our own little version of KHAS karaoke up here. <laughs> York back out on the field here for a two-point conversion. All right, 31 to 13 is the score. He sings high. He's got the lead. Here's Irwin with the ball. Sprints out right side. Throws it into the end zone. It's going to be off to the fingertips of his intended receiver. So the two-point conversion is going to be no good. Two-point conversion is no good. We've got a break with eight minutes and 14 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Hastings 31, York 13. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHS. If you need body work done, see the experts at Hess Auto Body in Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street. Hess Auto Body does full body repair, windshield repair, painting, and more. Plus, they offer free estimates. Let Hess Auto Body take the worry out of your accident and the dents out of your car. Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Call Dave at 460-9542. That's 460-9542. Hess Auto Body at Hastings. 1230 KHAS. High school football coverage here tonight on 1230 KHAS and also online at HastingsLink.com and at PlatteRiverPreps.com. After our uh, coverage here, we will get you to the Ruts Heating and Air Conditioning Rivals Sports Bar and Grill Scoreboard Show. All the scores from across the state of Nebraska coming up tonight, so stay with us here on 1230 KHS. There's an onside kick. Hastings High bobbles the ball and then uh, hops on top of it here at the uh, 44-yard line. So that was the usual onside kick there. Hastings High uh, recovers at the uh, 44-yard line, and the Tigers... We'll get the ball. It was uh, recovered up there by Hastings High, and that's a front line. That was uh, Braden Lockling who's in the uh, ball game for Hastings up there in that front line of the kick return team. Good set of hands. Did exactly uh, I, what the uh, coaching staff has said. Just grab a hold, go to the turf. Tigers take over at the 44-yard line. So Hastings High's offense is back out here. Here's a running play now. Widener is back into the ball game. He's going to be drugged down. He fumbles the football again. His second fumble of the night. We'll see. If uh, the man was down, Widener's knee was down. Wow. All right, his knee was down. The official's hopping in there. York recovered the ball, but they say Widener's knee was down. He comped up the ball earlier in this ball game, and York turned that into points. That was early in the second quarter. Widener fumbles the ball there, but fortunately his knee goes down. They rule him down, and he seems high. We'll have a pickup of about four yards in a play, second down and six. Third carry for Zade and two fumbles. I think that mirrors the Lincoln North Star game. I had two carries and two fumbles up there on that one. He's going to have uh, boogaboos in his head worried about fumbling the football. Here's uh, Sinek. He wants to throw. Stands in the pocket. He throws the ball downfield. And we got a penalty flag down. And the catch is not made there by Brayden Cavillage. But, again, we got a penalty flag down at about the 15-yard line. Tell you what, that shows the arm strength of, of Jared Sinek. We talked about it earlier in the year about where he's uh, wanting to progress into uh, college. And uh, football really not uh, on his radar right now. But, man, what a gun. Threw that from the 40-yard line all the way across the field, across his body, all the way down to the 10-yard line. And there's the indication they're going to be pass interference. This will be the fifth penalty for York in this football game. All right, so they'll bring it back to the line of scrimmage and mark off some uh, yardage here on the Dukes. 
Again, he's seeing St. Cecilia at last check. Had a 21-8 lead over Donovan Trumbull up in uh, Donovan tonight. They were in the third quarter. Adams Central has now taken the lead over Central City. They're at halftime up in Central City. Adams Central is uh, leading the Bison by the score of 13-8. So some good ball games going on tonight. Sinek tosses the ball out here. It's going to be caught. Widener with the ball at the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Crashes forward down there inside the five-yard line. Is he in? No indication yet. Widener is uh, knocked down a bounce down there yeah. around the goal line. Run a defender over at about the one-yard line and uh, knocked the pylon over, but uh, I, think I think this is coming back. Yeah, I think we got a penalty flag in the far side of the field. That's why the official didn't go up with the arms. We're going to have a penalty here on Hastings High. This one is coming back. Seven penalties, and you hate to see that as you get, uh, again, down late in the season. You want to play as good a football as you obviously uh, can. And uh, no mistakes, no penalties. And Tigers, again, seven penalties here in the game. They put the ball on the turf a couple of times. And uh, just something you you don't want to see. So they'll step this and off back towards the east side of the field here. All right, so Hastings High, instead of being in the end zone, they are hit with a uh, personal foul, I think they said. They'll march it off from uh, a spot of the foul and they bring the ball back here to the 37-yard line. So instead of getting a score there, Hastings back at the 37. Bach is running with six minutes and 47 seconds to play here in the third quarter. The Tigers out on top by a score of 31-13. Senek pumps, fakes, now throws the ball downfield. Little shoe grabs the ball, touchdown! Touchdown, Hastings, a 37-yard touchdown pass. Sinek throws his third TD pass of the ball game, and the Tigers put another six on the board. Little Shoe has now matched Cavalich for the touchdown reception lead for the team in seven touchdowns. You didn't think he was going to miss another one. He dropped a easy, easy touchdown early in this uh, football game, but that one there, much more difficult catch. For a little shoe, he had to kind of jump up for that one a little bit, but made a nice reception with a couple of guys around him. Mickey's into the game for the PAT. All right, so the Tigers go on a time by a score of 37 to 13. High snaps, and he gets it down. Mickey into the football, and he blows it through the uprights. It is good. So the PAT is good. He scores again. Six minutes and 35 seconds to play here in the third quarter. It's now Hastings 38. York 13, you're listening to Tiger Football. Do you have an aching back, a bum shoulder, or a trick knee? Does the thought of vacuuming, climbing up bleachers, or reaching for the top shelf make you cringe? Does pain keep you awake at night or prevent you from enjoying life? If so, you may need to see the orthopedic specialists at Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings. The kind, caring, experienced staff of PTSR can help speed up your recovery. Whether you're injured on the job, at home, or at play, PTSR is the place to be. Call PTSR at 402-462-8824 or visit them at PTSR Hastings. Hastings.com. 12:30 KHAS. All right, back here in York, Hastings High with the lead. We talked about big plays, Jimmy, in the uh, pregame show. Hastings with six touchdowns this year of 67 yards or more. They've got 14 touchdowns of 20 yards or more. So far tonight, Cynic has thrown a 49-yard touchdown pass to Braden Cavillage. That time he connects to a Carson Shoemaker of 37 yards. So that big play offense continues to shine here in the season of 2020. 
Here's the uh, run up in the boot. Bartholomew is going to bring the ball back here for York. He brings it across the 20 to the 22-yard line. So Hastings High with a lead, 38-13 to 13 here in the third quarter. For the Tigers, they have scored on four of their six drives. The first drive was a, uh, a field goal, and then they had a punt and a fumble, but they have scored touchdowns on their last three drives here in this uh, game, and they have blown this thing open. 38-13, York takes over at their own 21-yard line. In addition to all that, they also got two defensive two pick sixes. touchdowns as well. Doesn't help your total out any at all. No. First down, 10 yards to go. York with the ball now on their own 21-yard line, moving right to left here in the third quarter of play. And now we got penalty flags down. Penalty flags are down. I think somebody was in motion on the far side for the False Dukes. False start from our uh, white cap. Six penalties on York, seven for Hastings High. So the... the uh, Flags are going to need a little extra Clorox to get the grass stains out of them after tonight. You're looking at your schedule. On you're already moving ahead. Yeah, Aurora's coaches next. don't like to do that. Aurora's next. That's going to be a home game on uh, next Friday night, and then uh, Hastings will have a bye week the following week, and then uh, finish off the season at Grand Island Northwest. Hastings high with a lead here at 38 to 13 in this ball game. Here's another penalty flag. So they've run two plays, and now we've got two penalties. Going to be on uh, York again. This is going to be illegal motion again. Illegal procedure. Illegal procedure called on the uh, Dukes. Yeah, the last Jack Hastings Saints is saying with a lead over Donovan Trumbull, 21-8. to And Adam Central now in the fourth quarter. Adam Central is leading Central City by a score of 14-8. to Adam Central 14, Central City 8 there in the fourth quarter. We've got six minutes and 36 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Hastings High leading by a score of 38 to 13. Bartholomew is going to be hit behind the line of scrimmage, and down he goes. A loss of about a yard in the play. That's going to be Landon Jacobitz. I'll tell you what, he's having a whale of a ball game tonight for the Tigers on D. And a plethora of full of uh, tackles here tonight. He's also got a pick six in this ball game. 38 to 13 is the score. Hastings high with a lead here in this one. York is now looking at second down and 20 yards to go. So a couple of five yards penalty, a couple of five yard penalties, and now uh, no gain in the play. They were sitting at second down and 20. There's a Jake Irwin, empty backfield. Irwin has got the ball. Here comes the pressure. He slides away. Irwin is at the 15. He's at the 20, and down he goes. Tackle is made there by Braden Cavillage for Hastings on the quarterback scramble. Cavillage brings him down to the center of the field there. They're going to spot the football at the 21. Going to bring up third down. Third down, 11 yards to go. Ball is on the York 21-yard line. Dukes moving from our right to our left. York trying to break a three-game losing streak here tonight. Dukes calling the play here at the line of scrimmage. Everybody checks their wristbands as they get a signal in from the near side. Irwin has got one lone setback just to his right side. Wide receivers left and right. Now that one lone setback has come, come in motion here. That's going to be uh, Cotton. They're scrambling with a ball. That's going to be Irwin. And he takes it to the far side. It's going to be incomplete. He's gotten into trouble, Jimmy, when he has scrambled out of the pocket. He just kind of throws it up there. 
And I think that last pick six we had by Zade, he just picked up a ball that was he wanted to throw out of bounds over there. This is not good, though. There's a penalty in the, in the Tigers' secondary that was setting about the 38-yard line. They're going to say a sideline infraction on Hastings' side. I was thought maybe it might have been in the area of a defensive holding. You don't want to have that happen. Uh, foolish mistake. So I think for just the second time, yeah, York punted on their very first possession. That's been uh, the last time they punted. Here's Bartholomew into the ball game. He'll get an end-over-end kick. Bounces at the 45 to the 50. It's going to go out of bounds here at the Hastings High 49-yard line. So the Tigers will get the ball. Tiger football tonight here on 1230 KHIS. Also online at HastingsLink.com and at PlatteRiverPreps.com. From York here tonight, the Tigers trailed early in this ball game by a score of 7-3. Hastings High led it, though, 24-7 at halftime. Tigers... Comfortably ahead right now. We're in the third quarter with four minutes and 22 seconds to play. 38-13. Hastings high with the lead. This is just the third offensive play for Hastings in the third quarter. And they'll blow this one dead. That's fortunate because Sully drops the ball. That's going to be an illegal procedure call here on Hastings. Sinek handed the ball away to... Sullivan, he drops it, and then the whistle sounds. Perfect timing. Eight penalties now on Hastings High. That's not going to make Charlie happy. Seven penalties for York. Costs the Tigers five. They bring it back to the 44-yard line, 441. Clock stopped here in York. Tigers comfortably ahead here, 38-13 to in this football game. They've got that diamond formation set up to the left side now with three wide receivers. Here's... Uh, Sullivan, he's going to get the call, and Sullivan did not get back to the line of scrimmage. He's going to be thrown for about a yard loss as Sullivan, right in the center of the field, is brought down on the play. Tackle is made in there by the uh, York Dukes, and making the stop for York was Marley Jensen. We've seen him on offense, and now Jensen is into the ball game defensively for the Dukes. No gain in the play. They'll give him the 30 or the 44 yard line. And a second down. And 15 yards to go. Second and 15 from the 44-yard line. There's a Senek with the ball. Sprints out left side. Senek holds it. Now throws it. That ball is going to be overthrown. Intended receiver over there for Hastings was uh, Gareth Jones. And there's now a third down situation. Third down and 15. The field conditions tonight are brought to you by New View Real Estate in Hastings. If you're buying or selling a home, let Ann, Dana, Connie, or Dee help you with your current home conditions. Let our family help your family at New View Real Estate of Hastings. Again, on natural grass here tonight. Field's in good shape. It's the outfield of a a baseball diamond that's set up here. Do you remember the last time we were here, the field conditions? They were probably not as good as they no, are they now. they were awful. The, the outfield was dead. Here is uh, Senek. He wants to throw the ball. He throws it to the far sideline. Man is open, and he can't make the connection. I don't know if Senek's arm was maybe uh, tapped there or what, but that ball came fluttering yeah. out there. And it's incomplete on the far sideline, and now the Tigers will have to punt on fourth down. For the Tigers and Cavalier, this will be just his second punt of the night. The Tigers have only had seven drives. They've scored on four of the seven. But again, the second punt, York will have a man standing in between the 20 and 25-yard line. 352, it seems like this third quarter has gone on forever. 
There's a low snap, and he gets it away. But the kick is going to go out of bounds here on the near side. Pretty good kick for all the pressure. Yeah, he had to pick that off of the turf. Shortstop, bad snap. Low snap, Cavillage uh, picked it up, and then they had a lot of pressure in there from York. Ball goes out of bounds here at the 24-25 yard line. But York again, will have the ball. But again, last week with the injury to Musgrave, he is the long snapper. He is not playing, uh, I don't believe, uh, at least uh, long snaps here tonight. So that's going to be something they're going to have to sure up because that took a couple hops before it got to Cavalier. He did a great job just getting it off his foot and a nice punt downfield. They'll spot it at the 25-yard line. Yeah, this third quarter is drug on here. York has got the ball first down and 10 for their own 25, trailing in the ball game by a score of 38-13. to 13. There's a Jake Irwin back out there. He hands the ball away or tosses the ball away across the 25 to the 29-yard line. That was a pickup of about four yards and a play. Wyatt Collingham carrying the ball there for York. Yeah, I can't say hand the ball away because he really doesn't hand no, the ball just, away. It's like just a real quick pitch. Well, I think that's more like the, the eight-man guys. They use that yeah, a lot, eight-man yeah. football. They kind of use that. And Glenn Snodgrass, growing up around the eight-man ranks, he just brings that right here to uh, York when he came here several years ago. It's going to be a second-down situation. There's the handoff inside. Marley has got the ball as uh, Marley Jensen Brings it across the 35 out to about the 36-yard line. That should be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. That is the ninth first down for York. That is 13 carries, 97 yards here just in the third quarter as we have finally gotten under the three-minute mark. It'll be the quarterback Irwin up underneath center on this first down call. And here's a handoff to uh, Marley Jensen. He bangs his way across the 40 out here. To about the 42-yard line where he's brought down. Just uh, checking in on the Adams Central game tonight up at Central City. The Patriots have scored again. Adams Central has now got a 21-8 lead over Central City. The Patriots looking to go to 6-0 in the season. Adams Central with a lead 21-8 over Central City. Again, at last check, it was Hastings St. Cecilia leading Donovan Trumbull 21-8. Injury timeout. Blake Davis. This is a guy you don't want on the turf. Don't know uh, if he's got a cramping issue or what exactly, but uh, got an injury timeout. An injury timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body. They're at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll take a break. 246 to play third quarter. Hastings 38, York 13. I don't know if I'm going to get you out of here tonight. Now we're doing a little little two-step up yeah, here in the press box. I, I don't know if I'm going to get you uh, out of the press box if they keep playing this music all yeah, night. Yeah, they keep playing it all night. We'll just we'll stay here. No Bronco game tomorrow, so tomorrow's all lost. Wide open. Yeah. Second down, four yards to go. 
York has got the ball at the 42-yard line. That's their own 42. Dukes are trailing in the ball game. Here's a little toss again as they bring it across the 45, still on his feet to the 50-yard line. That's uh, Collingham again running the football there. Dukes with 108 yards now on 15 carries in just the third quarter. This is probably, and we've been fortunate enough to do a lot of Tiger games this season, but this is probably the toughest rushing attack the Tigers have faced. They are tough runners for Glenn Snodgrass. There's another uh, toss breaking outside across the 50-45 to the uh, 44-yard line. That's going to be Marley Jensen again. Marley Jensen getting a handful of carries here in the third quarter. We're down inside two minutes to play. 38-13 is the score. He sings with the lead. York has moved the ball down here to the 44-yard line. Wide receiver is uh, Cooper Cook split out wide to the uh, left side of the formation. Wide receiver goes to the right as well. There's a little toss again to uh, Collingham. Penalty flags are down. Collingham brings the ball to the 40 to the 39-yard line. And this one may be coming back here. Penalty flags are down. Looks like an area of a hold. And that's going to be the case. A holding call here on the Dukes. Dukes in the third quarter average in 7.18 yards per carry. Told you they're a tough running team. Uh, they didn't put up a lot of numbers in the uh, first half of action, but, boy, they've really done a number here on the Tiger defense. So that's going to be a, yet another penalty. That is nine on the Dukes here tonight. That's been uh, the problem for them tonight, Jimmy. Nine penalties and a couple of turnovers. Anytime you're playing the number one ranked team in the state, can't make those mistakes. You just can't do it. Second down, 17 yards to go. Ball is pushed back here into the 43-yard line now of York. That's Collingham going in motion to the far side. There's Irwin. He's got the ball. Here comes some pressure. Irwin steps up. He tosses the ball. Oh, right through the fingertips. They had a Marley Jensen on the far sideline. He had a lot of green grass in front of him there. That one goes sliding right through his fingertips. Incomplete pass. I know, but with the speed of Irwin, you've got all that room out in front of you. Instead of trying to throw that, Tuck it and run it. He could have chewed up a lot of yardage with his speed, but instead he opts to throw it. We look at Irwin's last six passes, four incompletions, two pick sixes. Not a very good QBR. No, not a very good quarterback rating. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how they figure that, but I'm sure there's some kind of a formula. He's completed five here tonight. Five of 14, 50 yards, two picks. Here's a Irwin fakes the ball. Now he takes it to the sideline, and down he goes at the 44-yard uh, line. A pickup of about a yard in the play, and that's it. And now the Dukes will have to punt the football away. Fourth down, fourth down and long. Still about 17 yards to go for the Dukes. Be the third punt for York, and it'll be Dreer and Nauert dropping back deep for Hastings. Clock, clock slowly moving to the zero mark. We Drop inside their 25-yard line. We might need them to play music in this fourth quarter. There's the uh, snap. Bartholomew is going to get the ball away. A high kick. Hastings will signal for the fair catch. They will make it. That is Dreer at about the 21. So it's going to be first down and 10 for Hastings High. Tiger football tonight here on 1230 KHIS. Hastings High trailed early 7-3. to but the Tigers have come storming back. They've used a couple of defensive touchdowns. 
And a couple of long touchdown passes thrown by Jared Sinek. And now the Hastings High Tigers are out on top of this ball game by a score of 38-13. to Tiger offense uh, huddling on the far sideline. They come running out of the field now up to the line of scrimmage. Checking all the uh, Tiger personnel coming out here. Charlie's going to keep everybody out now. What, timeout? Charlie wants to talk things over again. Okay. Charlie wants to talk things over. We've got a timeout here. Why not? 31 seconds to play here in the third quarter. We'll take a break. Hastings 38 and York 13. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around. And the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop. From bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, 31 seconds to play. I'm going to sneak over there and steal the tape. Now, this is some good stuff they're playing here tonight. They've mixed her up pretty good. We're going to need something to get through this fourth quarter. I, I was just telling you, I said, you know, the only good thing about a timeout this late in the ball game is that we get to hear Mr. DJ as Cynic's <laughs> onto the uh, field. Uh, Cynic's going to hand the ball away. Zade trying to get outside the uh, numbers there. Widener brings the ball to about the 25, 26-yard line. So pick up of about five yards in a play, second down, five yards to go. That may be the last play of the third quarter. We're down to 10 seconds to go on the clock. Hastings High has got the lead here in this ball game by a score of 38-13. to 13. The Tigers going to let the clock run down the end zone. We'll head to the fourth and final quarter. Hastings High with the lead as the Tigers 38 and the Dukes 13. You're listening to High School Football tonight on 1230 KHAS. I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday, and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning. And uh, I worked in outpatient surgery, and then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being anyplace else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Twelve thirty KHAS. All right, we're back here in York as we head to the fourth and final quarter. Hastings High with the lead, thirty-eight to thirteen. Hastings Saint to say continuing to lead Donovan Trumbull. They're now in the fourth quarter. Saint Cecilia twenty-one, Donovan Trumbull fourteen. 
So St. Cecilia looking for their first win of the season. They've got a seven-point lead over the Cardinals, 21-14. They are in the fourth quarter of play. As we come back to action, Widener takes a handoff from Sinek off right side, picks up about nine yards for Zade in the game. That is five carries now and 28 yards. They'll spot it down at the just shy of the 35-yard line. We'll call it the 34. And we are in quarter number four here. Tigers comfortably ahead, 38-13. to 13. Here's a Senek. He looks right side, fires it right side. It's going to be caught there by Jones. Jones up at the 45-yard line. He gets it to the 46 where he is brought down there. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Tackle is made in there by Cooper Cook, the quarterback on the left side for the uh, York Deuce. Racing time led at halftime 24-7. They're now leading 38-13 to here in the fourth quarter. Tigers have used two defensive touchdowns and a couple of touchdown passes from Jarrett Sinek to stretch out the lead here. In the second half, under 11 minutes to go. Tigers have a first down. Hastings moving from our right to our left here in quarter number four tonight. Three wide receivers out to the left side. They keep the ball on the ground. Widener at the 50. Widener at the 45. Widener across the 40 down to the 39-yard line. Nice run there by Zade Widener. He's got to have the first down and more. He picks up the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as they move the sticks on the far side to the 39 of York. That is first down number 12 for the Hastings offense. For Widener, that is 41 yards on six carries. And the Tigers move it into Duke territory. We'll get you some numbers here. They are brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Real quickly, for York in the game, 214 yards of total offense for Hastings High, 223. A breaker down after this play. All right, they think the ball to Widener. Here's a Sinek, and Sinek is popped. He stays on his feet, sending across the 30 down to the 28-yard line. Coming up, trying to make the stop on him was uh, Wyatt Collingham. Sinek just kind of bounces off of him and picks up about three or four additional yards as he moves the ball down to the 29. That is another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. First down, number 13, and I'm not sure this late in the ball game that you want your uh, potential All-State quarterback taking shots like that this late in the year. But uh, Sinek, a tough kid, picks up 11 on that game. We look at uh, York on the ground, 164 yards on 30 carries. They got 50 yards through the air for Hastings, 142 from Sinek, two touchdowns, 81 on the ground. Sinek now fumbles the football. Senek picks her up. He's in trouble now. He breaks it outside across the 30. Penalty flags down 25. Cuts back against the grain. 20-yard line to the 15 out of the 10. I think this is going to come back. There's one, two penalty flags that I can see. A lot of running there, but uh, the snap came back. Senek drops it, composed, calm, cool, collected. Just takes it off right side, breaks the tackle. Kid is not uh, – he's smart. He throws a good ball, and he is tough as the penalty will go against Hastings. That is going to be number nine. But the kid can take a hit and break tackles. He's kind of Houdini back there in the pocket getting loose. He uh, kind of had a highlight reel run getting it down at about the uh, 10 to 9-yard line, but all for not. They'll mark it back here five yards. Going to be back at the 29, 27-yard line, they say officially. 37-yard line. I was going to say. 37. Paints. Paint's getting wore out. It is, it's not really that well marked here. but Not well groomed. All right, here's a Senek. He wants to throw the ball across the middle. It's going to be caught there. That's a Cavillage with the ball. And Braden takes it out of the 20-yard line where a late penalty flag comes down. 
But we have seen a lot of penalties in this football game tonight for both teams. Avalanche hauls it in, moves the ball down to the 20. Kind of protects himself from a hit there. And then a penalty here is going to go on the York Dukes. Going to cost them five yards. They move the ball down to the 15-yard line. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. First down number 16 now for Hastings. 19 penalties in this football game between both teams. And for Cavalage, that is catch number two. He had that uh, one long touchdown of 49 yards early in this game. That one there goes for 16. And a first down inside the 20 at the 16. All right, two wide receivers to the right side. And another penalty flag is down. Hastings High is going to be in motion this time. Illegal procedure. One of those guys out there as a wide receiver jumps the gun out there. It's going to cost the Tigers five yards. Well, we got an update in from McCook. Final now. Aurora has upended McCook 21-7, to our inside source tells us. So that is the Tigers' next opponent, the Aurora Huskies. That's a good one for the Huskies. Picking up a win on the road at McCook, 21-7. to there's a running play, an inside handoff. Again, about four yards. Now he sings high after all those penalties and what have you. It's a third down situation, second down it should be. All right, second down at about 11 yards to go. The ball is sitting down here at about the 16-yard line, down to eight minutes and 36 seconds to play. And our player of the game coming up. We've got our coach's post-game show, maybe. Long way up here for yeah. Charlie to get up here. I don't know. He might have to pull his mask down so he gets some, some good fresh air coming in here. But yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have the uh, scoreboard show later on tonight, brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rival Sports Bar and Grill. There's an inside handoff again. That's going to go to Sullivan. Sullivan moves it across the 15 down to about the 13-yard line where he's brought down there. Quinton Hale. Picks up the uh, stop there for the York defense. A big six foot one, 280-pound senior defensive end. They got a couple of 280-pounders on this team. Got some big physical kids. They all they always do over here at York. Down inside, eight minutes to play now. Tigers using up a, a lot of time. They've got a 38 to 13 lead over the Dukes here in this ballgame. Seneca's now got Two wide receivers out to the right side. Little Shoe comes in motion near his side. They swing the ball out to him. Shoe grabs the ball to 15. Makes a little stutter step there. Moves the ball down to about the 10-yard line. Completed pass. Sinek out here in a shoemaker. He is brought down on the play. Tackle is made out here on the corner by Cooper Cook. And now Hastings High looking at a fourth down situation. Fourth down. And still about five yards to go. Fourth and five. I was kind of hoping the Tigers might put that in. We'd have a – would that be a running clock? Is it 30? 35-point rule. yeah. So we would be we would be short. So Minky will trot in and try yet another – or will he? Yeah, he will. He'll try another field goal. This is going to be from 27 yards out. He had a 30-yarder to begin the scoring for Hastings. High snap. Sinek has got the ball. Sinek rolls right. Sinek has still got it outside the numbers. Sinek is in trouble. He's still running with the ball. Now he throws it into the end zone. That's going to be incomplete. And he had a man open. Yeah, so Hastings High botches the field goal attempt. This has not been a one of the Tigers' better games, although they've got a, a comfortable lead at 38-13. to 13. 
I know Charlie's going to say that was not one of our better games, but hey, we'll take it. Well, and again, sometimes you uh, you get drugged down to your kind of level of competition that you're playing in that game, and I think that's a little bit of what happened last week, and the Tigers ended up putting their foot on the pedal and uh, got out in front of Seward, won that game handily. They're going to win this game, but uh, yeah, you're exactly right. Not a Not a very crisp performance here by the Tigers, although they lead at 38-13. All right, so uh, York will come back out. Here's Irwin. He's going to throw the ball down the right sideline. Some contact made. Penalty flags are down. Dowart was uh, going against uh, Cooper Cook out here down the right sideline, and penalty flags are down. We'll see which way this goes. I think it's going to go on Hastings' side. Yeah, yeah. Nowart had a hold of the uh, jersey of the big, uh, tall, wide receiver. So now in the penalty category, as that continues to grow, no, the Rooper is not officiating this this uh, football game. It's another crew, but 21 penalties between the two teams. And they'll bring the football out to the, around the 25-yard line with 6.33 left to go here in the ballgame. A lot of those penalties here in the second half. It's, oh, a lot. It's like taking forever to play this second half. Most of the games are wrapping up. We still got six and a half minutes to go. There's a uh, inside hand off there, taking the ball as a Chase Cotton. Cotton is knocked down in the play after a pickup of about six yards. Second down and four yards to go. Line of scrimmage is now the 31-yard line. That's the York 31. The Dukes moving from our left to our right here in the fourth and final quarter. So second down and four yards to go. Ball is at the 31-yard line of York. Wide receiver splits out to the right side. Here's a handoff up inside. A big old fullback bouncing across the 35 out to the 37. That's Wyatt Collingham. Collingham's going to have enough for a first down. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down for the uh, York Dukes. First down number 12. And in this second half, York averaging right at seven yards per carry. Got to be a concern uh, for the Tiger defense here. They've given up a lot of a lot of yards on the ground. Not much through the air, but a lot on the ground here. All right, here's a, a handoff again. They get it to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Just checking the remaining schedule here for York. They will play at Grand Island Northwest next Friday night. They'll finish up here at home against Seward and Lexington. So York with a good chance to maybe uh, win those last two ball games against Seward and uh, Lex. Obviously, they'll be the underdog going into next week's ball game at Northwest. Second down, eight yards to go. Line of scrimmage down the 39-yard line of York. Here's Irwin on the short side of the field. He's hemmed in, and he's brought down here by Jet Samuelson. Samuelson will bring him down. No gain in the plan. is now third down. Under five minutes to go. Here in quarter number four, he sings high out on top here in this ballgame. Well, we talk about the games coming up uh, for York. Again, we've uh, mentioned uh, Hastings High. They will have the Aurora Huskies, and it's still Aurora. They've uh, just continued to keep building that tradition on their uh, kids' buy-in to that program every year. Here's Irwin going to hand the ball away again. That's a Chase Cotton with the ball as he gets... A yard as he angles off to the right side. Adam Central continuing lead Central City tonight in a tough ball game. 21-8. Adam Central has got the lead during the fourth quarter. Last check, Hastings Saints to say had the lead over Donovan Trumbull, 21-14. Hastings High leading here in this ball game by a score of 38-13. to 
And we've got all the scores coming up later on tonight on our Rivals Sports Bar and Grill Ruts Heating and Air Conditioning Scoreboard Show. Get you all the scores coming up. Week number six of the high school football season. Fourth down, three yards to go. You're trailing in the ball game. Why not go for it? There's a Collingham. He breaks into the open. 50, 45, 40, 35, 30 down his sideline. He's going to take that baby all the way for a touchdown. 56. No, they brought him down. Brought him down at the one-yard line. What did he do, run out of gas? Oh, he tried to juke a player at about the five-yard line. I think if he would have just kept going, he would have got it in there. But that's going to be a 63-yard run all the way down to the one-yard line. Wow. So York has got the ball to Hastings High one-yard line and a nice run there by Wyatt Collingham as he convert on a fourth down. He's going to get the call again. Cunningham, or Collingham just dives it into the end zone for a touchdown. Well, why not? You got to look out. Here comes it's coming. It. Yeah, it's coming. The big old can. They're, oh, they're, they're loading her. It just knocked down two trees in the park when they shot that off in there. That is one big cannon. Boy, remember back in when they won the state championship game, they, they went undefeated that season. Could you imagine how many times that thing got shot off? Saw a big old burst of fire coming out that baby. <laughs> I know it. All right, here's the extra point attempt. It's now a 38-19 ball game in favor of Hastings. A low snap. They get the ball down. The kick is up, and the kick is good. So the kick is good. Three minutes and 22 seconds to play in the game. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 38, York 20. You're listening to Tiger Football. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service, offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. 1230 KHAS. All right, one thing about it, the uh, Dukes not really uh, giving up here, although time is short, 322 to play. 38 to 20 is the score now. The Dukes are trailing. Fourth down call. They take it 63 yards downfield. Eight plays, 79 yards. They score the touchdown. York is averaging 8.2 8.2 yards per carry here in the second half of action. And it's been against the front liners here for Hastings High. I don't care whether you're ahead in the ball game or not. That's a lot of yardage you have given up on the ground here tonight. Hastings High thinking about an onside kick here. Got the hands team out there. Here's a little pooch kick. It's going to be uh, fielded at the 28-yard line. Tigers falling the ball back here. It was loose for a, a second there, but then now we're Comes back and falls out there for the Tigers. So Hastings will want the ball at the 28-yard line. So we look at the Tigers' numbers here in the second half. Just 49 yards on the ground. They've just had eight carries in the second half. And passing numbers for uh, for Sinek, he had 142. So he's uh, thrown for 31 yards. So not a lot of offense here for this uh, football team. All right, so Hastings High, all they got to do is run the clock, and they'll get out of here with their sixth consecutive win. 
to uh, start this season. There's a handoff there to uh, Sullivan. Sullivan across the 30 to the 33-yard line. So now second down here. Second down at about seven yards to go. Hastings High will get the Aurora Huskies next week. Then they'll be off a week. And they'll finish out the regular season against Grand Island Northwest in Grand Island. Second down and about seven yards to go. Line of scrimmage is the 33. Hastings now with two minutes and 49 seconds to play in this football game. Wide receivers left and right here for the Tigers. Seneca's went all the way at quarterback tonight for Hastings High. Waiting for the snap. He's got it. Hands it away. Sweep to this night. Sullivan has got the ball. Sullivan gets it to the 40-yard line. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Sullivan moves the ball to the 40. He'll move the sticks on the far side. That'll be just about all she wrote here for the York Dukes, although York still with a couple of timeouts left here in the second half. Hastings with two timeouts. But it's an 18-point ball game right now. Hastings high out on top of York. Can't take those timeouts to the dance later on. Well, I'll tell you what, if Mr. DJ was going to be there, I might uh, <laughs> suggest we go to the dance later on. Tell you what, we could we could shake our... Oh, shake and bake. Yeah, we could. Yeah. I think uh, somebody called a timeout here. That's going to be the case. He seems to let the play clock run all the way down. Now the Tigers have called a, a timeout here in the fourth quarter. We'll take a break. Brought to you by Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. Two minutes to play here in the football game. The two-minute warning. We'll uh, take a break. <laughs> Hastings 38, York 20. You're listening to Tiger Football. Get more than you expect. Direct. When you hear the name Furniture Direct, low prices is about what you'd expect. But at Furniture Direct, you get more than you expect. Like coil spring seating in our catnapper recliners and motion furniture so they keep sitting great for years to come. Plus express delivery so you can enjoy your furniture right away. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Behind Sonic on South Burlington and Hastings, FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 1230 K-H-A-S. Hi, Cooper Hunsley into the ball game now for Hastings High. Hunsley will get a carry there as he moves it from the 40 onto the 42-yard line. So, Cooper Hunsley into the ball game now for Hastings High. Cooper, a 5-foot, 8-inch, 170-pound junior. That is his seventh carry of the 2020 season. That's him two yards. Hastings with the ball to 42 now with a minute and 26 seconds to play here in this football game. Gary Michaels Clothiers. Top line score of 38-20. to 20. New quarterback in there as well for Hastings High. This is going to be a Daniel Espino into the ball game. Espino wanted to throw the ball, but he is forced to run with it as he moves it up to the 46-yard line. A big of a four yards in the play. Daniel Espino, the quarterback here for Hastings High. 5'10", 175-pound sophomore for the Tigers, and with uh, Sinek being the uh, senior, we expect maybe uh, Espino to maybe take over things next year. About uh, with uh, Hastings High's offense putting so many points on the board, they are getting these youngsters a lot of playing experience at the varsity level that's going to pay dividends for Charlie and the boys next year. 37 seconds to go now in the ball game, even though it's a snap here and there. What the heck? Espino waiting for the snap. Two wide receivers out to the right side. He's got the ball. Espino Sprints out there. He throws the ball. That's going to be caught. That's going to be uh, 
Out of bounds at about the 46-yard line. Out of bounds at the 46. That's going to be enough for a first down. In the reception there for Hastings High was uh, Thomas Hoffman. Hoffman in the ball game now. 5'10", 160-pound senior. He makes his second reception of the season. That is good enough for a first down. Just 22 seconds to play here in this one. Hastings out on top. Daniel Espino has got the troops set up here at the 46-yard line. Three wide receivers out to the right side to hand the ball away. Hunsley with the ball. Hunsley at the 40. Hunsley to the 35-yard line and brought down here at the uh, 34. Nice run there by Hunsley. And with 15 seconds to go, as soon as they mark this one ready for play, that's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. They will wind the clock, and that should be just about all she wrote here. Hastings High is going to pick up the win over the York Dukes. Hastings High keeps their number one ranking intact here as the Tigers will move to six wins and no losses on the season. They will beat York tonight by a score of 38-20. to 20. So Hastings High moves to six wins and no losses on the season. The York Dukes, they will drop to two and four. In the final score, Hastings 38, York 20. We'll be back with the final totals right after this. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Hi, this is Brent from Keyes Pharmacy here in Hastings. By now you've heard of CBD. At Keyes Pharmacy, we have professional grade farm to pharmacy CBD oils and salves. CBD products can be used for pain, anxiety, and insomnia. We even have CBD products safe for your pets. And we're here to answer any questions you might have about our professional grade CBD products. Stop in to see us at Keese Pharmacies, your friendly pharmacies in Hastings, downtown or at Keese Medical Park. New View Real Estate of Hastings is family owned and operated with over four decades of real estate experience. Ann, Dana, Connie, and Dee would love to help your family with all of your real estate needs. Whether you're buying or selling, New View Real Estate of Hastings can help you make your move and offer you full service affordability. Stop by 1239 North Burlington in Hastings or contact us at newviewofhastings.com or on Facebook at New View Real Estate of Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here in York, Hastings High wins it here tonight. Final score of 38-20 to 20 over the York Dukes. Hastings High opened up the scoring on a 30-yard field goal from Briar Minky. They had the lead with nine minutes to play in the first quarter, three to nothing. Tigers in fumbling the football, gave uh, York the short field at the 36. Eight plays later, Jake Irwin took it in from 16 yards out to make it a 7-3 ball game. But the Tigers came back and got a touchdown pass from Jarrett Sinek to uh, Austin Nowert. That one covered eight yards. Tigers jumped out on top 10-7. to Hastings in scoring on a 42-yard Touchdown pass from Sinek to Braden Cavillage to make it 17-7. Tigers then getting a pick six right at the end of the second quarter on a 35-yard 
Interception return by Landon Jacobitz. We are sitting at 24-7 to in favor of Hastings High at halftime. Zade Widener then wanted to get into the action. He picked off a pass and returned it 37 yards for a touchdown early in the third quarter. Tigers led by a score of 31-7. to It was York scoring on a four-yard run from Wyatt Collingham to make it 31-13. to Tigers getting a 37-yard touchdown pass from Sinning uh, to Carson Shoemaker to make it 38-13. to Wyatt Collingham took it in from one yard out for York in the fourth quarter to make it 38-20. to And that's the way we end up tonight with Hastings High winning over the York Dukes, 38-20. to The Tigers are now 6-0 and on the season. Final game numbers brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. For York in the football game, their quarterback, Jake Irwin, goes all the way tonight. His numbers, 5 of 14 passing, just 50 yards, and he had two costly interceptions, both of those, a pick six to the Tiger defense. 37 rushes tonight for York for 245. Very impressed. Averaged over eight yards a carry here in just the second half. So 244 on the ground, that's 294. Pay attention to these total numbers, 294 total numbers in the football game for York. 13 first downs, and they were hit with 10 penalties in this football game. Their quarterback, Jake Irwin, led the way uh, rushing tonight. He had 12 carries and 67 yards in this game. For Hastings High tonight, uh, another pretty good night by uh, Jarek Sinek. Sinek's numbers uh, on the night was 12 of 21, 173 yards. He had two touchdowns. He also rushed six times for 32 yards. But the two Tiger quarterbacks combined for 13 of 22 passing for 186 yards as Espino got into the action on a 13-yard pass play. So 186 total between the two quarterbacks. Tiger rushing 29 carries, 148 yards, so 234. So 234 to 294, but Hastings still comes away with the victory on the two pick sixes. So 234 of total offense in the football game for Hastings. 18 first downs in the game. We give you a cynics numbers. We'll give you rushing numbers. Trevor Sullivan tonight, a pretty good night. 12 carries, 54 yards for Sully in the game. And Zade Widener with six carries, 41 yards. Carson Shoemaker with six receptions in the game, 100 yards and a touchdown. Braden Cavillage had two catches in the football game for 64 yards and a touchdown. We see some uh, other uh, individuals here. Trevor Sullivan, one catch and 10 yards, and Gareth Jones had two catches and 21 yards in the football game. But again, uh, kind of a lackluster performance. It doesn't matter. It's in the right column. It's a W, and they'll move on and face Aurora. Gets uh, Each step now going down the line gets a little bit tougher here for the Tigers. Hastings I wins it tonight, 38-20. to 20. Stay tuned. We've got the player of the game coming up next in the coaches' postgame show. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHIS. Hastings High wins it here tonight, 38-20 to over the York Dukes. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. Carson Shoemaker, six receptions, 100 yards tonight for Hastings. He scores a touchdown. Uh, Brayden Cavillage had a couple of receptions for 65 yards. Jarrett Sinek, 12 out of 21, throwing the ball, 173 yards. And we got to throw in the guys that got to pick sixes here tonight. Zade Widener. Had a 37-yard interception return for a touchdown. 
Landon Jacobitz with a 35-yard interception return for a touchdown right before halftime to give Hastings a 24-7 halftime lead. All candidates for our player of the game. We'll take a break and come back. Name our player of the game right after this. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. 12.30 KHAS. players of the game tonight for Hastings High at offense. Carson Shoemaker, six receptions, 100 yards, and a touchdown. And our player of the game on defense tonight for Hastings will be Landon Jacobitz. He picked off uh, the ball right before halftime, scampered 35 yards for a touchdown. He had a couple of uh, tackles for loss tonight, a couple of hurries, as Jacobus put a lot of pressure on the uh, quarterback for the uh, York Dukes tonight. So Landon Jacobitz and Carson Shoemaker are players of the game tonight for Hastings High as the Tigers knock off the York Dukes by the score of 38-20. Stick around. The coaches' postgame show is up next. You're listening to Tiger Football. All right, back here in York, Hastings High goes to six wins and no losses on the season. The Tigers knocking off the York Dukes tonight by a score of 38-20. to 20. Naturally, we're, we're on the opposite side of the uh, players and the coaching staff here tonight, and looks like uh, everyone has kind of vacated the premises here as uh, they are finished with their ball game here tonight. We'll take one more timeout. We'll come back. You're listening to Tiger Football tonight on 1230 KHAS. Gary Michaels Clothiers would like to say thank you to all loyal customers during the 38th anniversary celebration. Your support means so much. During October, purchase any suit or sport coat and pant, receive a free shirt and tie, $100 value. Great selection in fits and fabrics. Check out the amazing colors in men's and ladies' fall sportswear arriving daily. Coats, sweaters, vests, and shirts all now 20% off. And all Husker wear, 25% off. Stop in and help Gary Michaels celebrate 38 years in business, downtown Hastings and Carney. Again, back here in York, Hastings High wins it tonight over the York Dukes by the score of 38 to 20. Tigers with 234 yards of total offense in the ball game tonight, 186 passing, 148 yards rushing. York had good success rushing the football against Hastings High tonight, 244 yards of rushing against the Tiger defense, 50 yards passing. Jake Irwin tonight. Had uh, 12 rushes and 67 yards and a touchdown to lead the uh, York offense here tonight. So the Tigers go to 6-0 and in the season. They've got two regular season games left. They'll take on the Aurora Huskies at home next Friday night and a bye week the following week. Tigers will finish off the regular season with a game at Grand Island Northwest. Meanwhile, York, they have lost their fourth game in a row, but uh the Dukes will have a tough one next week at Grand Island Northwest. They will finish up their year with a couple of home games against Seward and Lexington. We've got the Ruts Heating and Air Conditioning Rivals Sports Bar and Grill halftime show, or the uh, scoreboard show. It is coming up next here on 1230 KHIS. For Jimmy Purcell, I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good evening from York. 
The Coach's Post Game Show has been brought to you by Gary Michaels Clothiers. Meeting their customers' needs with the finest selection of business, casual sportswear, tailored clothing and accessories in men's and ladies' clothing. With two locations to serve you locally in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. High School Football on KHAS Radio is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports and PlatteRiverPreps.com.